0: services, at uk present the 20 megabyte
1: Doctor Who podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast, episode 547. I'm Adam and I wear Stetsons now. Stetsons are cool. Here's Deborah Melrose.
2: Big silvery thing in the sky. You couldn't resist it quite
1: right and kirby bartlett
3: sloon these are my top operatives the legs the nose and mrs robinson (laughs) i'm so glad that none of you guys took
1: that one lillian robin says hi and on we go with the impossible astronaut and the other episode for which name i forgot to mention so the episode begins obviously remembering this is of course a um no, an introduction to a new series uh, with some sort of random scenes from times gone by of sort of the Doctor, well, essentially being in the nuddy uh, and being tr- chased after by some cavalier bloke. While... Um, <clears throat> uh, with more, what's her name again? The Ginger-Eared Bird? Uh, amy that's that. amy and rory uh are in their house um sort of doing domestic stuff and um the it's doctor really... keeps appearing in various things like on uh, without being seen funny enough at the lauren hardy film and stuff like that and then a letter Although, arrives. master
3: master master master, no, it master wasn't
1: the master he's not even in this episode what are you bloody going on about uh, the doctor does ask
3: amy if uh she saw him and she replies that she did
1: so, Don't care. um Anyway, so they get an envelope. And also,
3: also they reference that they they were watching this film, the Lauren Hardy film, several times. So
2: yeah, yeah, he's he's explained the jokes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So they get letter with a uh, Tardis blue letter, um, and so does River Song. Um, and uh, so the next scene is a is a bus out in the middle of nowhere in the sticks. Uh, How did they um,
3: get a school bus to go out? In the middle of nowhere though
1: and uh, meanwhile in, in the Millennium Stadium um, <laughs> River Songs got out <laughs> again uh, yeah, and, the,
3: the thing I find, found most amusing about seeing that that was underneath the Millennium Stadium is they didn't even bother uh, putting things over these section markers
1: No. for the uh, seats yeah, the Doctor, uh, meanwhile, is uh, sprawled over a um, a sort of well, Cadillac-type car, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> and and
2: he, what do they call them? Just a beast, really, aren't they?
1: Yeah, there's a point in which she says, uh, I wear Stetson now, Stetsons so cool, and they get shot, shot he off his head. That
2: look pretty, pretty good in a Stetson compared to a Fez. Uh,
1: by Riversong. Song. Uh, the and fez is a so th- court. And then they go to a cafe and have a snack a rooney, and stuff like that. I love like the way that.
2: they catch up, where they're, they're basically just trying to work out whereabouts they are and in, in their storyline. Yes, that's quite good. That,
3: that reminded me, we haven't heard from Jim the Fish in ages and ages and ages.
1: Not since these episodes went out, Kirby. Uh, where do we get up to? Oh, no, 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 I'm
3: talking about, we used to have someone who was...
1: I just who- said that, not since these episodes, you know. <laughs> God's sake, what?
2: No, well, we I'm heard sorry, from him for, for I'm quite... not on listening, honestly.
1: No. Uh, we <laughs> haven't heard from him since around these episodes. He didn't he did it for a little bit and then stopped and never came back.
3: Which was um, too bad because I used to like having my ears blasted out.
1: Yes. Uh, uh so have you
3: have you considered writing him? No. Um
1: Yes, uh, yeah, the the picnic okay. started off in the um, cafe place, uh, or cafeteria. Master. Oh, Jesus Christ. I
3: understand, I, you know, that this cafe is not in America. It's in... Uh, I don't in
1: bloody Florida. care. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jesus. That I understand that it was very popular for a long time, and uh, it's now closed, probably closed around the same time as the experience.
1: Marvelous. So uh, there's
3: no... no, no real thing to see anymore except a few things that don't go away like the um, the shrine Yeah.
1: anyway so they eventually uh, move their picnic to uh, the desert uh, by this sort of rather um, handily placed lake thingy and Amy sees a mysterious creature up on the sort of rocks and then doesn't see it um, and then um, Canton turns up Elderly Canton, who is um, Mark Play Shepard's toys. dad. <laughs> I uh,
2: love that's his real dad. Yeah. Like yeah. Son, and, son and dad. That's just so cool. I love this actor. He he's he's well he's one and he's like obviously Mark Shepherd is the hey, he's that guy guy, but his dad was the original one because he'd turn up in things that I'd watch all the time, like sequest and things like that. He'd just pop up. Yeah,
3: have <laughs> either of you uh been to a convention where you've met Mark Shepherd?
1: No, uh, I wish. Hundreds oh, okay. of times. He's always at Wales Comic Con. Always. He's a resident okay. there. And he'll be there on uh, next weekend. I'm, I'm trying so to remember.
3: If we get. you, you see, you see on... a picture
1: of me, um, I've got a, a picture of me on the wall here with Matthew Lewis, who is a, a, a character actor from a film series called Harry Potter. Yes, I've heard he plays, of it. What?
3: Yes, I know. I've heard of it.
1: In the background of the picture is... Um, Mark shepherd cuddling somebody, so I've actually had my picture taken with Mark Shepard. He's up there, um, so I don't need to have another one, do I? Did,
3: did we have Mark shepherd on the podcast during that no. one? No,
1: uh, no. I asked him. He said no. This is, he was one of my first celebrity friends on Facebook, but then his uh, his followership went beyond five thousand and changed all the parameters uh, or something. No, like
3: no. That. I'm saying when he was a guest at Con K, did we interview him? I
1: have I've no heard. idea. Probably that was the one where you got the time zones wrong i don't remember what
3: no that was uh con gt
1: i don't remember having mark shepherd on the show anyway uh so they're having this picnic and uh um uh, a space person comes out of the the lake and the doctor goes up to the space person seems to know who they are we don't get to see it yet but we know it is so it does give a different spin on on the whole thing knowing who the person is Uh, anyway this is the first
3: time i've seen these since since they were on and it is the, interesting to
1: watch it is when you know how it, it is yeah it does give it gives a different spin on it uh but um it uh, culminates in the doctor getting deaded the doctor in inverted commas getting <laughs> deaded, deaded. deaded.
3: Uh, yeah. of course
1: as for um, I love the regeneration
3: are or, or, uh, <laughs> blue bottle
1: um yeah I have love the the, <laughs> the, the regeneration <laughs> bit the regeneration bit obviously knowing what happens doesn't make much sense but it's rather cool scene um Sorry. Riversong shoots at said, um, spacesuit thing and then goes, of course, or of course not, or something like that. And uh, yes, it's the doctor says Canton he is dead. Sort of. Um, and, uh, yeah, Amy's absolutely distraught. And then there's a scene of which oh, I think Roy suggests burning the body in a boat that just happens to be there. Uh, and they all stand in a weird line. Like they're queuing to get an autograph from the dead body or something. You know, a, <laughs> a socially distanced as well. Socially distanced line, uh, um, watching the, the body burn. But yeah. So that's that, um, that part of that sing on. And then they go back to the cafe and, um, the doctor comes out the back and they go, and then, um, I think River Song slaps him or punches him or something like that after he's, in, he's a bit in, confused. In
3: real life, multiple times. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Mamie's um, confused.
3: With, had they had they stopped doing uh, confidentials?
1: I don't remember. I don't know, and I don't care because I'm not doing I'm not doing the 20 megabyte Doctor Who confidential podcast. I'm doing this uh, anyway. So the Doctor, That's um, this is we've uh, where stu- a
3: lot of information oh, comes from.
1: Whatever. Anyway, we discovered that this is an older, younger doctor, right. a younger doctor who does know not know what's going to happen to him. And of course, River he doesn't know so, Jim
3: the fish either.
1: River's song uh, knows that spoilers are quite dangerous, so can't tell him, even though Amy wants to, and she yeah, keeps on Yeah. Sort
2: Amy, of... Amy's like. Yeah. <laughs> and she Isn't keeps she sort of. It? She keeps
1: doing those sort of um, you know telling off eyes at Amy, yes, saying you better like, come not do. Bearing in mind that's her mummy, it's a bit interesting to watch again. Different you know angles of. Rory is very. Um, distrusting of amy i think he sort of sort of keeps sort of ear wigging conversations and he's sort of not 100 percent confident in 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 the love that amy has for him still anyway <clears throat> moving on a little bit just a little bit and a little bit more uh they end up after a little bit more um in, in a bar They're, well the next scene is in the bar with canton having a drink and um he, he's sort of carted to uh uh, see President Nixon, and, uh, and then Natalia sort of is in invisible mode. Um, yes. the doctor <laughs> steps into the Oval Office and, uh, just gets spotted quite quickly. Actually. Maybe yeah. they should, should, he should put himself in invisible mode as well. Anyway, um, that's quite a good scene where he, uh, the doctors, Sat with his feet up on the on the yeah. president's desk with about five guns pointed at him.
2: These I are mean. Americans, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like that, anyway.
3: yeah. We we all have guns.
1: <laughs> during this yeah. um, this elongated you sequence, do Britain
4: of, apparently.
1: <laughs> during this elongated sequence of him doing some funny stuff uh, in in the Oval Office, um, a creature appears at the door, which Amy sees. Um... And then, um, I didn't she see it. starts feeling he sick after seeing this. Yeah, Amy sees it, and then she sees it again when it kills the bi- respectable woman in the toilet. I was making a little joke, sir. A very, it, yeah, it was a microscopic a joke, Kirby. joke, Kirby, because um, <laughs> he's, it was he's not very easy to spot. Really, trying to rush through this way too fast. And no, looking, I'm not. Let, I'm going at the proper speed. Don't let say a, anything. So oh, why I'm should go, I? Damn, I've got to oh, put oh, the World Cup on. I'm
2: talking already, Kirby. You've only been on twelve minutes.
1: Terry Miles says hi, everybody. Um, anyway, so, yeah, the, the woman in the toilet gets a bespectacled woman gets done in by the silence. Oh, sorry, I'll a up on the football. I'll turn it, I'll turn it down. Oh, damn, that's turning it up.
2: Right. Stop it. Stop being go, distracted. I it
1: no, I'm, I'm sure at some point that um, I'll, I'll be able to look over my shoulder and see what's going on. Anyway, so, yeah, the silence. I don't remember the silence killing anybody else. Um, after. It doesn't. Killing...
3: I don't know why this happened
2: it's yeah. just like it's it's just this is how dangerous i can be as a baddie and then it sort of yeah. backs off out of the out of doing that sort of thing for like yeah. the rest of it maybe yeah. it was just seemed too scary what
1: we forgot to mention was there was a reason why canton has been called to the president's office because there was a phone call from a little girl saying help me and stuff like that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the canton has been yeah uh, called in uh, basically the president wants to find out and the doctor does want to find out who this little girl is we know who it is but at the time um it smells what it smells does it oh we'll squirt something on it then
2: (laughs) we Um, know
1: (laughs) so moving on um yeah so rory um and basically they keep on poking around this sort of mysterious house and um at this point, we don't—they they don't sort of, they can't remember the silence. So there's a point in which uh, Amy, of course, takes that picture of of the silence in the toilet, um, and um,
4: yeah, um, Cole,
1: do, or,
3: you've, you've moved on to the second episode, or are you talking no.
1: about? No, next- she took a picture of the silence in the toilet just before, or just yeah, after yeah, so that, that woman was blown 20. to smithereens okay. on her little mobile phone thingy. <sighs> anyway. So they're in this sort of spooky house, which is like a no, like it's a not a spooky house, that's What
3: I'm trying to say. It's
1: an orphanage, but it is quite spooky. No, no. Yes, yes. And
3: if it's you're a, in yeah. the impossible astronaut, this is not the orphanage. It is a warehouse. I was going right.
1: to
2: say it's a warehouse. Yeah, well,
1: and yeah. the reason why the reason I got why I got, well, I got confused because they're quite similar sort of atmospheres in no, those no, things and also
2: you've got warehousey things everywhere. and also
1: because i get i'm getting interrupted a lot uh where do we get up? oh yeah terry the miles machine
2: hello by the way adam pardon terry miles has said hello
1: yeah i just actually said that about yeah he actually 60 did. seconds ago
2: i was reading another article sorry uh, uh, <laughs> hi terry for me yeah,
1: anyway um so yeah so they, they can hear the occasion, there's silence everywhere and they're sort of seeing them and not seeing them and um, then this space this space suited person comes out and picks up their helmet and then inside is the, this little girl, uh, the doctor's there obviously, and Amy just and shoots it, basically shoots her own daughter or shoots at her own daughter at least, well she doesn't at, know that, Ooh, she, I have it's, it's spoilers, that she misses She's his so missus as, as nice, well. Um, that does make sense. Day of the Moons, the second episode. That's what.
3: Wait, wait, let me get to, let me change And
1: episode. that's the end of the story. So what did you think of it then, Debbie? Oh, ah, the ah, end ah, of the ah, episode? Ah, ah, ah. No, I'm um, being, I'm winding Kirby up. <laughs>
3: no, he's not winding me up. I'm not, okay. <laughs>
2: I'm not seeing anything about the silence changing from killing people, obviously, to not you're and not. in any of the um articles about no, no, that I'm, I'm loving all the bit about it being inspired by uh, it, Deb, and all that sort of De- thing De- De- debbie yes
1: oh when i said what do you think of it i was i was being facetious yes, I, I know you were, well, oh. but
2: i'm quite happy to play along <laughs> <laughs> this, this was, she, she,
3: remember when she didn't notice that terry miles uh, that you
2: said hi to terry miles
1: yeah uh
3: she was looking at this article
2: yeah I know it was I've just said yes. what the article was.
1: are you trying are you trying to dobber her in or something anyway, anyway episode to two to <laughs> episode two is day of the moon and um there's lots of scenes of um amy Rory River running from authorities led by Canton while the doctor has grown a beard and it, it is sort of um in a sort of they're building a sort of construction around him odd beard very odd beard doesn't look very real does it Deb?
2: no it looks yeah. it's mm. like not even an attempt to make it
1: look authentic I no, no he has got a sort of very sort of wrinkly sort of brow and i don't know if matt smith still got that wrinkly brow you know mm. but i'll have to look i've thought crown what
2: wrinkly
1: brow yeah it's wrinkly no above his eye between his hairline and his eyebrows he's got a lot of wrinkles like a sort of like he frowns a lot um but I don't know maybe if maybe it was
2: s- sunny and he's like squinting. No, but
1: he's as he generally has that lots of blind in between. Anyway, I just have noticed that on things he's done since Doctor Who. But anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. So the, the other thing that uh, Amy, Rory, and River have got on them are these sort of sort of tally marks all over their bodies,
3: Tally-o! which reminded me
1: a little bit of of course of the the um, that one with a Satan pit thingy where the Toby watch McCall it had the uh, marks on him the runes or yes, you was right. yes. those
3: were like, runes
1: yeah
3: untranslatable
1: characters yeah anyway so apparently all the they're, they're all shot by Canton's gang and they, they get the bodies get dragged into the doctor's little prison because as soon as they shut the door because of this special material um, Canton can reveal that it's all a big ploy to get everybody together
3: so I can't say <clears> anything about the <throat> special material, of course.
1: I do love the scene where, obviously, that scene where Rivers sort of jumped off the building and the Doctor says, open the TARDIS door, open the swimming pool door or something like that, and there's a little splash of water comes out of the TARDIS <laughs> door as its sideway. But that was quite similar to the scene when Ace jumped off the building in um, the the most recent Doctor Who story, the name of which, oh, Power of the Doctor, wasn't it, um, when yes. Race doesn't actually fall into I, the swimming I, pool.
3: I have a feeling that this came first.
1: No, did <laughs> it? Anyway, so yeah, of course there's a, something to do with, um, the Saturn V rocket and, and uh, Neil Armstrong. So later on in the story, but the doctor sort of wants to sort of do something with, cause obviously later on, I can say this now, cause it's my show, um, the most watched television program around the world at the time was the moon landings, which uh, Isabella thinks are fake. Um,
2: really? <laughs> <What>? Oh no! <laughs> oh yes. I, I did
1: say to her, what was what would be NASA's uh, point of killing astronauts set. just to create a fake, you know, a fake thing like that? But never mind.
3: I have to so watch the you The MythBusters. They master. did the best. Sorry. Sorry, couldn't hear you.
2: No, I know because you were talking.
1: I know. <laughs> what would you say?
2: I said sign Izzy up for the Mars trip.
1: Yeah, I mean, the other thing I did ask her, there's a mirror on the moon. How did it get there? Did they sort of, should somebody throw it there and it landed and break? I don't know, I don't get this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um,
2: out the door as they were driving past Earth, rolling up the yeah. windows. Anyway. If you can find the, the Mythbusters
3: uh, coverage, that's of why it's not fake. That's one of the
1: best ones I've seen. I know it's not fake. I don't have to watch silly programs like that. No, it's anyway, so, hard to watch. Pardon? or is about... daughter. oh she won't she no you'll have to send her up there for it to be for her to really uh, believe it's real uh where do we get up oh yeah so meanwhile yeah, in the tardis I don't so...
2: think in this day and age people would disbelieve that still I think it's you know, people they don't... find it
1: difficult to believe that in 1969 that, that that it was possible to go to the moon and back um, it's you know cuz it's such a long time ago when you think about it now you know back mm-hmm. at the time when I was watching it on the telly it, it was amazing but it, it, it's we seemed in 1970 because when I saw it, it was 1972, one of the later um, moon landings. Oh,
3: I was about to um, ask, how old were you in '69?
1: <laughs> three. I, I probably did watch it. But don't remember. I do remember watching it. Remember the, the, the last one or two of the the moon missions um during 1972 and stuff like that. I remember clearly okay. watching it and being fascinated. I'm, I'm the by
3: oldest it. of us all. I remember.
1: The, the landing, so there.
2: Yeah, my dad was talking about it the other day as well.
1: I can understand I was, why people think nine. they were fake, because if you look at the TV coverage, it it looks like um really ropey old um CCTV footage, doesn't it? Uh, so because the footage, because what you see is so poor quality, it would it would be easy to fake it, you know, it, with the the TV facilities that were available at the time. But it would also be completely nutty, pointless. Moving on, um, <laughs> do we up? Well, the Russians would be the first people to say it didn't happen would they? Let's face it, it was the, the space race. That the Soviets, I beg your pardon, would have been the first people to say it wasn't true. Anyway, so on the t- meanwhile, the doctors had a shave, and inside the TARDIS is a, a silence because he's developed this thing where you've got a little um, dictaphone inside the palm of your hand. Um, and they. Except uh,
3: that's it, not really a
1: silence. What? It's 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 it's.
3: It a silent did not get into the TARDIS. It is a reproduction, kind of a hologram that he made from the picture from Amy's phone.
1: Okay, I'll let you off that one. I didn't pick up on that. Anyway, so he they go to the, they go to this orphanage, um, where um Sally Sparrow has been writing stuff oh no, not Sally Sparrow. <laughs> Sally Sparrow's friend that got sent back in time has been writing stuff on the walls, um, in red paint and uh very spooky house and uh, they all split up for some bizarre reason and start poking around and Amy uh, ends up in a room where the, the little girl is and subsequently um she wakes up next shot is of her with runes not runes sorry um tally's on her face so she's seen silence over and over again nobody's killed her yet she looks up and sees them all hanging from the ceiling it's very spooky oh
2: that's creepy yeah, yeah. <laughs> D- didn't they have
3: a display of them hanging from the ceiling at uh yes. experience yes.
2: yeah they did yeah
1: yes um <laughs> the doctor um is poking around the um the lunar module thing me jig um
2: the
3: lunar module uh, thingamajig? No, he's poking <laughs> around. He's poking around the command module.
1: I said thingamajig. That covers <laughs> the, and,
3: and the and module Roy part of it. Roy breaks off a piece of the lunar module, but that's the command module that the Doctor is in.
1: I said thingamajig. That covers <laughs> yeah both. because I wasn't <laughs> sure you're what it was. It's a very brief scene. Anyway, <laughs> Let's um, have it, Kirby. For goodness' yeah. sake. <laughs> And I like the scene where they, say, they've arrested him and asked him questions and uh, then the president sort of turns up and sort of clears everything with, and Rivers wearing this. Master, master,
3: master, 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 that Jesus isn't Christ. for the, the, the people who think that anyone who travels in the TARDIS is at least sort of a companion. That means that Richard Nixon is a companion,
1: <laughs> if you say so. Um, and of course, sorry, Rory in the, his the, suit the, and that breaks the, the, a bit off the, the uh, lunar module. And meanwhile, back of the house. Oh, um, no. Didn't you
3: notice the other thing with Rory in that scene? Go on, then. He he salutes the British way. Good. That's consistent. (laughs) Which is, it's it's out of, he shouldn't be because he's supposed to be an American there.
1: Over my shoulder um, is the Spain-Germany game. um, And that's the reason why Ben's not on, because he's watching it. (laughs) he'll be delighted to no, know you're, you're snoring uh, just so there's a mere mention of his name. But anyway, moving no, on. No,
3: because um, of the mere mention of some sort of sport thing. I what said sport. sport
1: is it? That's just sport. I mean, curling is a sport, Kirby. I could have been talking about that. No, oh,
3: curling is fine. But what sport is this that you're
2: talking about? I'm not
1: I'm mentioning what sport I'm saying, but this is I the mean, reason why that. Ben isn't on the show because he's yes. watching it. Uh, anyway, you're so...
2: being distracted by it.
1: Yeah, only a little bit well ben's completely distracted because he's watching the whole match um yeah so amy finds a picture of a little girl and then that little girl wanders in wearing a space suit and she says
3: sorry i shot you help me well, she also finds a picture of herself holding a baby
1: yes that's curious we know why but that's curious and curious also there's that scene i don't know because it's happened yet, cause it was so brief of, of when amy was poking around the the um the window with uh, francis barber um the eye patch sort of looking yes, it through. was just
3: before she entered the yeah. uh child's room
1: yeah so that was obviously the first scene of yes, this yeah. thing i and of course amy's of amy mentioned who does she mention first to that she's pregnant it wasn't the doctor was it was it was it was yes. was
2: yeah it? he tells her doesn't
1: he no no he no, said I'm, she said I'm she tells the doctor yeah, she tells the doctor she's pregnant.
3: Before telling Rory, he yeah. finds out by eavesdropping.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, then by Amy... Way, um... By the way,
3: the, the, these, the scenes inside the orphanage uh, were filmed in at an abandoned house, but they turned on uh, rain generators outside and had flashing lights for the lightning.
2: Spirit. i love good old-fashioned style of making after
1: seeing the machine. girl sorry to interrupt <laughs> this after seeing the girl in the um space suit um and screaming amy disappears mysteriously and um then canton steps out and the president step out of this the doctor's prison-y thing and um i think the the moon mission begins and then um roar sorry raw, but what's her name again river yes um is melody. Poking around in the, yeah. in, in the under sort of parts of the, what do you call it, where all the, the, um, silence are. Uh, Rory's sulking, because obviously he's, uh, every time Amy gets into any sort of danger, he blames the doctor and whatever. Uh, and, and Amy is, uh, taken prisoner by the silence, uh, and, uh, sort of, kept in that. and then the, the, the sort of, place where the silence are looks very similar to that spaceship that was in the, the lodger which we watched uh,
4: yes
3: in fact ago. the doctor references
1: that yeah i know that's why i just referenced he, it he, he,
3: he's, he's, he says very something uh, he mentions the name of the street that uh that's, that house was on
1: anyway so the Doctor's um, little scheme comes to fruition when uh, Neil Armstrong steps out of the, the lunar module uh, and um, the because they recorded because um, Canton shot one of the um, silence and um, recorded it sort of threatening everybody uh, and then uh, that video was sort of played over the bit where Armstrong's about to step onto the moon Uh so that everybody in the world would um chase silence the silence back. away <laughs> and uh, so that a bit of uh, revenge there for the doctor and yes, yeah, all the silence are chased away and then uh, there's a scene like i say rory can't help himself but e- eavesdropping um but, uh, and uh, canton um is asked the president if he can marry his lover um who's black and gay um rather pointless bit of gay agendering there but oh gay and uh, racial agendering there but um it was very subtle and just sort of fitted in pointlessly but rather yeah, charming married as well
2: lover. he's black uh, uh, they're black i, I don't yeah. see why not and yeah. a man oh well yeah. one thing at a time isn't it something like
1: that Yeah, a bit pointless really
2: yeah.
1: i think what moffat was trying to do is trying to BRTD, but but using a yeah. sledgehammer instead of a feather um, anyway, so the Doctor drops River back off at the Millennium Stadium and has a big, big kiss. Now, this is where um, this bit goes a bit wrong for me, because I like the idea of the Doctor and River sort of meeting each other out of sync. Not necessarily in this alleged reverse order, because that doesn't work at all. And I think other times they've met, they have been in sort of out of sync, especially the late, the later part of River's time in Doctor Who. Um, and he's, he's obviously they have this kiss. The doctor acts as if it's the first time they've ever kissed, and River said, "Oh, that's the last time we'll ever kiss." And of course, it couldn't possibly be because she hasn't married him yet. Although has she? I don't know. Anyway, it's very confusing. But it, it's, it's, this makes sense that
3: this is the first time that that uh, they've kissed. I don't have no problem. No, no, with no. It. It's
1: the last time she's kissed him. That's what she says, and the first time she's kissed him in the doctor's timeline. You say.
3: No, no, the last time that Lord. she kisses him is with Capaldi.
2: Yeah, when they're at the towers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but she just said. Oh, I no.
3: think that you 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 misheard a line or something.
1: No. Yeah. Well, she said at the end of it. Maybe
2: uh, it's one of those lines that they decided to ignore, like they're doing quite a lot of new.
1: Hang on, let's, let's put the wall volume up and see what she says.
2: Yeah, let's, here, prove it. You know what they say? It's the first time for everything. the last
3: time yes now there is she's simply saying that there is also a last time
2: time is running out which
1: well, is referring it makes it makes out she's referring to that kiss that they just done or just that
2: she's referring to
1: the fact she's about to shoot him. Oh, it's all right it doesn't matter anyway i love the, the, the river song um Whole whole River Song Tommy wiminess I know a lot of people hate it. it's one Marmite thing. I love it. I love River Song. No, well, I have no
4: problem with
3: I it, never, it. I know you don't. I'm talking about my
1: feelings <laughs> on it. Love River
3: Song, absolutely.
1: So, um, Ray Raymie and Jory uh, make up after <laughs> um, basically Amy calls him the a puns. bit stupid, and uh, the Doctor says, "So, wh- what should we do? Should we find this little girl, or should we go off and have some fun?" And then she he checks. Uh, behind her back which is really unethical yeah. if um, she's pregnant and this is positive negative positive negative on the screen
3: yeah and that that's... happens for for the next two episodes after this mm. one too
1: and uh, the next scene is that a very exciting scene of the little girl um, obviously we know who the little girl is regenerating yeah remember how we were going what what no that's yeah. what David Tennant was going <laughs> anyway so um, yeah i think uh, it's annoying really because i quite enjoy this story <laughs> i can because i always sort of why you can pick holes in yeah, things Why
3: isn't because i see
1: well, i'm trying to wait for you know the, 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 this awful moffat era that we remember of being so bad but uh i've I, I enjoyed most of the first series i've enjoyed these two episodes i can see inconsistencies and
2: oh, things yeah.
1: that the thing you is know, now
2: you've what 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 you know everybody's like everything yeah. you know you can clear in hindsight we've now done everything we're now going back over mm. and we're enjoying everything in a more nuanced way
1: mm. well, we well, i'm just i just day. like to you look know, at things to see it.
2: This in a lot less than 25
1: minutes i'm sorry i'd just like to look at things and and look at it and see if i enjoyed it now i enjoyed the scenery, obviously it's shot in a very beautiful part of the world. Uh, obviously it has some, some of my favourite characters, a bit of an ensemble cast with River, you know Arthur, a, um, Karen and, and Matt. Uh, obviously yeah, the, Mark Shepherd, the, um Yeah,
2: the, all the other cast members all just really step up. Yeah. The acting in this season I, is just I amazing.
1: Get, I also get the tongue-in-cheekness about the Nixon connection and the little in-jokes in, in and stuff like that. Uh, and there's a bit of uh, Base Under Siege going on and this this new creature the silence which is quite cool. Um don't see what the point of the shirt and tie is, but I think again it's it's quite cool. Um and I'm I'm looking at it and thinking, this is actually really good and I'm I'm I don't remember thinking that at the time. And I'm I'm what? trying to see I know things might change as we go on, what the problem was that we all had with Moffat up to this point so let's see what happens later on but I'm watching Karen Gillan thinking next, she's beautiful she hasn't really changed much since there Arthur Darville's fab why hasn't he had some better work come up for him obviously uh, Alex Kingston terrific. is brilliant uh, and of course Matt Smith we know what happened to him after this it's it's really good I, I'm, I'm a bit stumped it's a bit, at a bit the odd moment. having seen, you, seen Matt
2: Smith completely naked on House of the Dragon
1: <laughs> I haven't seen House of the Dragon you just spoiled I it for me either. So I'm not, gonna odd, going, I, hmm. I'm not
3: going to be watching that.
1: Not going to be watching that now because you've just have spoiled you it for me. Seen,
3: have you ever seen that uh, movie that Tom Baker was in before he was the Doctor? Where he what, was Rasputin. He was Rasputin? Yeah, no, no, oh. no, it was something else.
1: No, I know he was in. Um, he was in a thing after Doctor Who where he, he was playing a vicar that was uh, having sex with lots of women. I think. Mm-hmm. On, I've got a, a cough coming. Bear with. <clears throat> so I cleared my throat. Oh, hang on to the corner. Spain has yeah, just but got he,
2: he, yeah he, when he played Rasputin, that could be his sum up, that, that film as
1: well. <laughs> mm. And wasn't he in a, like a, a Sinbad film as well? Somewhere oh, yeah, on? he
2: was terrific yeah, in that, yeah. well, he's Why are he
1: we talking about Tom one. Baker? I'm just saying, I I quite enjoyed this story. I think it was pretty, it was well acted, it was um, dramatic, had a bit of horror in there, a bit of comedy in there, uh, timey wiminess. Uh, and mystery obviously with amy's pregnancy and uh, and the fact that there's so many sort of main cast members in the story it's quite remarkable that it wasn't going off in all directions and wasn't fun but it was what did you think of it then
2: well i can't really add much to you because obviously i interrupted all the way through that i do apologize um other than the music what about the music music's fab the what's music, the matter with you yeah the music in this is sensational really helps <laughs> lift the scenes push yes. the motion in them I, I i love what they did with it in this and again as you say it's pretty the color palette throughout is fantastic all the reds and desert hues and then the darkness with the silence and just it, it, it yeah i know the silence is based as i said yeah I was talking about earlier when i went segwaying off looking at um the silence but the whole ep- whole two episodes, especially, are the same colour palette as Gustav Munch's The Scream, so it it is absolutely wonderful to to, to look at and digest. But the, as again, the acting is brilliant, and uh, yeah, Mark Shepard can n- rarely do any wrong. He's he's been a stalwart with Star Trek and all sorts of things. He's he's just absolutely brilliant, and he I'd like to see him as the Doctor.
4: Uh. Yeah, I, that would. I think that's
2: Last time we did this, but yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see him take. A you turn. weren't
3: on the last time we did this.
2: Well, we've mentioned it before. We have talked a bit okay. about this. I'm sure we've also done it in one of our things, but I'm sure you'll prove me wrong. But um, I may have talked to somebody else rather than <laughs> rather than you guys. But I I
3: I I control the spreadsheet. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I... I've completely lost uh, where I was going whatever. with it. Whatever. But... <laughs> There you go. I really, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed these two, and like watching them together as well. Uh, it is, it, it, it's good Doctor Who, and Matt Smith is a good Doctor.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. You talk about the music and uh, uh, things. Are, the thing I liked about it, and obviously we got the the Doctor's theme and Amy's theme, and there were little sort of versions of it played in the background in a slightly different way. You know, like a softer way and stuff like that, which I thought was quite, quite nice. Kirby, what did you think? Oh, I absolutely love this uh, pair.
3: I did not remember that it was a two-parter until I was reminded last week or week before, whenever it was, because it had been so long. This is the first time I've seen it probably since uh, 2011. And these were great. I absolutely love this story. It's too bad that this series is incredibly Marmite because, I mean, we it's not as bad as chips, but we have great stories this series, and we have some of the most rotten things that they ever put on coming up as well. <laughs> Wait and see. <laughs> but but I, I absolutely love this particular story, and we really enjoyed sitting here with uh, Fred uh, a couple of nights ago watching it. Hmm. I don't hmm. have much more to say. I would have had more to say if you hadn't just bounce through this super fast
2: but
1: um i i've bounced through it in the correct um pace to be fair
2: normally there's more of us to interrupt him kirby mm. he, he, he did do yeah. it same, he did do it at the same pace it's We're just still it's you and i here to 38
1: him. minutes into the show so i'd <laughs> say that was the correct pace of yeah uh, yeah
3: last time was in uh april of 2011
1: it mm. was and it feels it like was, we're still it was, recording it was, it was that right episode. right after
3: I was starting to be part oh, of Oh, Germany had just podcast. scored.
1: Hang on, I'm going to rewind that. Carry on.
3: Carry on. It was right after I started being a regular on the podcast. Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I was... I wasn't even on during the entire podcast. You, you were picking me up, like, partway through. Was I? Yeah.
1: Oh, good old days.
3: And, uh the we had uh you alicia uh izzy you talked with um i think some people in the garden about if they were watching some
1: people in the, <laughs> the garden
3: yeah i i your mother i believe really okay. in, the, in the backyard yeah
1: I can't remember that. Okay. Carry on, Kirby. I
3: I didn't listen to the whole thing. Okay. And we also had Ben on.
1: Understandably so. Right. Anyway, yes. Have you gone through what you thought of it? I've just clicked on the wrong blimmin' thing here. What's going on? I went to go to Facebook. I I went to Google. I'm...
3: Pretty much, I, I liked it. Unfortunately, next week is bad. All oh, right, whatever. Good. Don't.
1: The next, the Do next you want to be on next bad. week's show? The
3: next one is good. Do
1: you want to be on the next week's,
3: week's show? good, bad. Do you want to <laughs> be on next good. week's show? <laughs>
2: Hello. Right, uh, Kirby. I say next, next now,
1: week. We're not recording we for the rest of the year until
2: next Christmas.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to Kirby's feedback section. Let me get there.
3: It's just. <laughs> just, just uh,
1: where is it? Why, after all these years, are you never ready?
3: I am often ready, but yeah. in this case, because of various things, mm-hmm. I wasn't. Sorry. Uh,
1: not good enough. And
3: it, I'm I'm so glad that um, Captain Kirk said that he had sit he had posted his script in my uh, we're not recorded in the iron. Oh, the Germany goal got disallowed let's have a look because I was going to read that anyway anyway uh, let's see uh, Ian Kirk oh, well, I don't want top comments I want all comments shift that one more comment it's good podcast doesn't it Ben uh, Shoveler says sorry Spain versus Germany wins this Sunday
4: yeah.
3: and Andy says I'd definitely rather do my ironing uh, Neil James the impossible astronaut day of the moon. These episodes are so well directed. The American location work is epic and the guest cast are brilliant. Matt Smith is so at ease with his portrayal now. And Karen and Arthur seem to be having fun. I do find river very annoying though, and kind of wish she wasn't around. Put her in a decent prison. No. What's wrong with him?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I think the silence are fantastic monsters and are genuinely creepy. And going back to the Great Direction, the sequence in the scary children's home is masterful. But my favorite thing about this story is the cliffhanger. It's so weird. Amy telling the doc she is pregnant and then attempting to murder a little girl in a space. Yeah, well, she All doesn't know. In Doctor Who. <laughs> Loved it when it went out live and still love it now. But sadly, what I don't love about this is the plot. No, it's next week. is the curse of the bad one. Will you shut up? <laughs> Every, everything gets so confusing and overcomplicated from this point onward. A two-parter, like any story, should come to some sort of conclusion. I just feel that this asks way more questions than answers. But despite this, the good stuff easily outweighs the bad. Four stars out of five. Yeah, that's that's right. This, um, It's me now. Is it? With, with a few more points. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this entire series arc with the, with the, um, the goo people and cat and the silence. They don't make sense. They're, they, they're good, but they do not make sense. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. And,
1: oh.
3: uh, yeah. Ian Kirk says, my script is on Kirby's last week post by mistake. <laughs>
1: right. Okay. And, and I,
3: I didn't realize that was his script because oh, jeez. Some comments on it, which I will make after we hear
1: thing. OK. Debbie, you've got some blurbs. Um, I
2: do blurb. indeed, yeah. Uh, from Linda and Terry Miles. This last week, I watched The Curse of Fatal Death, then The Children in Need 1993, Doctor Who Story Dimensions in Time. I've no idea why, but I blame having COVID for a couple of days. Oh, dear. OK, now, no residual effects. Oh, sympathies. That was horrible stuff. Mm. The new companion seems a little bit young, but we'll see how she gets on when the next new doctor starts his run in the role. Yeah, she's 18. Yeah, that's okay.
1: Well, are you not allowed to act at 18 now? I'll have to look that up. Hang on, Google it. How old must you be to act? Hang on, carry on, Deb. At the
2: room. Google. Google. Right, go I'm going to carry on with this. Yeah, yes. Sarcasm mode off. I remember this one. It was the one where after the press showing, some idiot fanboy gave away the entire plot on the interweb. That was after the production crew asked them not to. Stephen Moffat was not at all pleased. I wish River would stop shooting hats off the Doctor's head. Kids, please don't try this at home. <laughs> oh no, they killed Kenny. Oh sorry, the Doctor. Well, <laughs> did they? More to be revealed later. Everyone has an envelope hanging. Hang on, who has the envelope with the number one on it? Hmm, it's the doctor. Well, that was easy to guess. Hmm, I think the guy running the home was a little bit damaged. Totally, in fact. He should have should have been the one in the cell, not poor little Mel. Oops, sorry, spoilers. I'm sure we've seen that silence control console somewhere before now. Got it. It was in the room on the top floor of the bungalow in the lodger. Was it? Well, you better go and check now, Kirby. You no. know, I, I'm being facetious. <laughs> I always wondered why Neil Armstrong paused when he was climbing off the LEM to the moon. River is one hell of a good shot and a very naughty flirt. The way she flirts with the Doctor is so funny. He doesn't know what to make of her. Yeah, I like that. Always putting him on the back foot. Next up, Kirby's (laughs) favourite. Curse of the black spot. See, Kirby? That's what it's called. Even though it should be no. called annoy a ginger by killing her husband. Stay safe and well, everybody. Linda and Terry Miles. Right. And I've, you're got, with guys. I've
1: wow. got an answer to Kirby's uh, theory about um, uh, the young lady who's going to be the new companion. It says here on Google, in the UK, there is no age limit to acting. Does well, that help that, you out with that the one? question? Oh, well, you implied her being 18 was a bit young to to be an actor not I don't to be an actor no just uh,
3: a companion just, to the she, doctor she, she, she is one hang on I'll do another question when are you an adult dude.
1: are you an adult in the UK when are you
4: not, that has nothing to do. an
1: adult <laughs> in now, the UK let's see what it says the, I, I, 18 I'll, Kirby how old is she she's 18 right that's for how. see how old shooty Gatwire is how old that
3: should be a problem yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but how old is the doctor? so he's always going to be massively older than the companion, isn't he? is okay uh, he's thirty, but I don't think he intends to do anything naughty with it
3: no, I don't think so anyway the The <laughs> movie that I was referring to with with Tom Baker was way before he was the doctor. Uh, well, no, it was two years before. It was *The Canterbury Tales*, where he was in the *Wife of Bath*'s prologue, and he was entirely in the *Wife of Bath*'s prologue, completely naked.
1: Thank you for that. <laughs> um, I suppose we'd better move on to uh, the next bit of uh, audio feedback. What I have here. <laughs>
0: Well, good evening, to are having standing here, it's uh, 7 o'clock on, no it's not 6 o'clock even, on Sunday evening, about the bath, good Lord. being that time of year, and um, yeah, Dawn and Storm again, they've just got back from, it's uh, a lovely Dawn and Storm they've just got back from, uh, being, they've been at just the Midlands, they've actually stayed in Starport, which is where my dad came from, they met Dawn's sister, and they've been mid- to the Westminster Valley Park, and just been introduced to uh, Mr. Frosty the Snowman, and a rhino. Oh, the joys of being a father. Anyway, anyway, of course, um, yesterday and today, I've done lots and lots of ironing, as I do these days, and I watch The Impossible Astronaut, oh, and Day, Day of the Moon, and by golly, were they I'm good. Gosh. I mean, really, really were very, very good. I mean, we have the opening to The Impossible Ashknaught, where the doctor got shot, and if, he, if that's one of those that just smashes you back into your settee, or in my case an armchair, it really was that, you know, just an opening sequence, and it just, it just smashed you, didn't it, it just really did, and then you, where it went from there, and then you find there's a doctor that's actually 200 years younger than the one we've seen, and we've got a character where it says yeah you know, you know, i will see you again but you won't see no i won't see you again but you will see me again or what's all that's about you got river song being typically River song doing all the things that she does with the doctor it just was absolutely superb and then you get the silence and get you know, who are they because that's the whole point you you never get an explanation as to who they actually are and that's why they are just so good um So where do we go from here? We go from here with a doctor trying to work out what's going on. And, of course, he's not been told what's going on because the other people are not telling what's happening. Quite rightly so, given that, you know, they've been told not to tell. He's actually told them not to tell him what he's doing. It's like, yeah, this gets really, really confusing. And what it's doing is setting up so much for the whole of the season. Because, you know, we move into the the day of the moon and we get the eye patch lady. You know, it just seems to be a completely irrelevant character. But of course, as we know, she's not an irrelevant character because she just keeps cropping up and up and up as well. But the way she does it. And the silence themselves were absolutely superb because the ones that you don't know, you've seen them. And therefore you turn around and you don't know they're there. And yet there they are. And the doctor hijacking the moon landing. Apparently, I actually saw the moon landing. I would have been what july 90 uh, july 19 I get. july 1969 i was just four years old apparently i was sat up and i watched it don't actually remember that myself but um but you know one of the most iconic pieces of television history in our lifetime and the doctor hijacked it and then we saw them getting with silence and we started to understand who the silence are and what they do and we get Canton Delaware the third, who is, um, I suppose, you know, you, you call him a woke couch, and that you wasn't know, he, you know, because he wants to marry a black man. Uh, we get the president, we get Nixon. It's like, good <laughs> God, who the hell what else is going to shoehorn into this? Uh, we get the doctor being put into an incredible cell, and you understand that actually it's set up between him and Delaware to um, get it all going, and that you know, Amy and Rawley are both into this. And Amy's pregnant, which of course goes forward. This story just sets up so much to go forwards, and it does it so well because there is, you know, at the end of it, you see the the little girl regenerating, and it's like, what the hell you know, was going on here? It was that good because it just set so much up and left so much hanging in the air, and you know why can't we just have more saws like this Swords are just so good to just give you so much suspense and leave you thinking what is going on and it gets found out later on and that's what's just so good about this two-parter so yeah shame what we're going to come next but uh, hey that's life isn't it anyway until next week, well, i so assuming it's next week,
3: well, next week.
0: Um, I've got a church fate, and Zach doing 12 night to sort out, so uh, goodness knows what I'm going to do next week, but until then, maybe uh, see you. Seen me? Oh, that it?
1: oh, thank you, Andy.
3: Yeah, we're we're not uh, recording for the next two weeks, is what I understood.
1: Mm, indeed. My, my mouse has gone funny, so I can't. Oh, there we are. it allows me to actually close that. What is going on? It's, there's some, something wrong with an Apple product, the perfect product. No, that's not much the Apple product. It's the <laughs> the thing that the mouse is riding over, which um, is not uh, defined I'm enough. Eat
2: has... me.
1: The 20 megabyte mouse mat. Oh, what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my leg. Oh, look, it's working properly now. Um, no, it doesn't like my. And it's not a mouse mat, darling. It's a. It's a cutting board. It's a board I would cut up all my paper stuff with it. But I, I just put the mouse on it so to save space and stuff. Uh, oh, I've got another bit of uh, um, stuff come through. That's quite interesting. But what we're going to do now is click. Uh, make my window alphabetical ordered because I can't find the file I'm looking for. And do this. Wait for it to play it half an hour later.
5: Hello, 20 Minutes Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. The Impossible Astronaut, the day of the moon. River Song is after the stone cage, again. <laughs> Do they have locks on that thing?
4: <laughs>
5: Doctor Who magazine had covers saying of the main cast would die. They cheated because it was a future version of the Doctor. The question is, if the silence had been controlling Earth for ages, why did they not stop the Daleks, Cybermen, etc.? Well, this is a science fiction fantasy TV programme. Yes, it is indeed. Filmed 11 years ago, Lake Powell, where the lakeside scenes were done, is is half empty now. Oh,
1: well, why? Global
5: warming. Stephen Moffat really pushed the boat out by going to the USA for real. Uh, then they used the boat for the doctor's funeral. A small step for a Moffat, a giant leap for Doctor Who. Moffat now. Thank you, Ian. Uh, um, yes, what? He, yeah. posted,
3: he posted the script. Uh, online and I didn't realize it was a script. I thought he was not able to um, do record. To, anyway, I responded <laughs> uh, right. to that uh, yes. to where he was saying it was a future version of the doctor. I said, I beg to differ. It's a Tesla with the doctor inside of it. Nobody dies. No. And also he says, uh, he refers to the lake as being half empty. Now I told him, don't be so pessimistic. It's half full.
1: Okay, thank you for that. I've forgotten it was. I mean, a apparently it's, it's also so like a because... mini, it's like a mini spoiler that you know because I'd forgotten that. Damn, yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> I, um, I thought it was. A, it Why was, was
2: a... late like to be calling spoilers mm-hmm. on things that have been mm-hmm. out. For no, you. but
1: I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten that. I'd thought. Fo- I thought it was because there was. Not like duplicates in another story in this series.
2: Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: I, I, I got it in my mind it was that. So thanks for that, Kirby Well, so he, 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 also said,
3: um, he responded to me saying I think the Tessalecta had a tiny future doctor inside, mm-hmm. which is what I was saying. But uh,
1: yes. Thank you very much, everybody um, that contributed to that section of the show. Right then. Well, where's the section that I. Shouldn't I be reading something from a
3: uh, certain. Should I be reading what uh, Ben norm- normally reads?
2: Adam, are you ready with the? Well, I was
1: going to know? do the, the comments that have been coming through in the live feed. So oh. we have. Um, before we move on to the next bit, um, Alan Tabutcha et al. Surely you mean et al. And T. Butcher. <laughs> uh, Terry Miles. Do you mean the Golden Voyage of Simbad? Oh, no. Reference. Um,
2: yes, epic film.
1: Yeah. No. Tom Baker. And then Terry Miles says, it was offside, Adam. That's talking about the footy. <laughs>
2: That's it.
1: And Tim Drury. Manager. Played the whole thing there. Is that the real Adam or a Tess selector? Oh. Uh, and replying to Tim Drury, Terry Miles says, now, now, no spoilers. <laughs> Debbie Melrose has some blurb to dictate.
2: Yeah, but didn't Kirby want it?
1: So, apparently oh. so, but I sent it to you, so how are we going to get around this issue?
2: <laughs> I'm quite happy, but if Kirby's desperate, then no. No,
1: no he says no.
2: <laughs> okay, if they hang on the ceiling, silence will fall. Or the- <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Or the beard of the doctor. Dear 20 megabytes. <laughs> That's all it's going to get called now. The impossible astronaut day of the moon is of course a closely studied I haven't said that for ages closely studied exploration of trust as a powerful weapon against an establishment such as capitalist or clandestine totalitarian state that manipulates and uses the productive capacity of society from behind the scenes <gasps> In such genuine circumstances, it is inherently difficult to identify the antagonists that need to be tackled. There is usually a mechanism to distract or prevent a clear picture being formed, rather than an easily dismissed and fanciful conspiracy theory which may well have no basis. Bringing in the moon landing clearly brings such nonsense theories to mind in sharp relief to the reality of the genuine problem that can exist. Hence, building trust between the oppressed and real trustable evidence must be identified to begin to tackle it. It should be noted that while some might say,
1: I'm supposed to need a blank in there, by the way, Deb. Just know. Uh, well, yeah, want... no,
2: we're not as slick as you and Ben. Sorry. No. Do you want me to start do that again? No. <laughs> they find the story rather confusing and difficult to follow. In fact, Doctor Who is a fantasy sci-fi TV show. And hey. Such confusing. Hey,
1: hang on! You've oh, upset no. him now. <laughs>
2: He's probably not listening. We he
1: was. Know. He just went, hey. <laughs> All right.
2: I'm starting this. Yeah, do
1: that bit again. Go on.
2: Okay. Are you ready, Adam? Okay. No, no, it no. should be noted that whilst. No, I've
1: done that bit. No, it's. it's... I
2: told you no, we're it's... Doing it then. No, no. Again. Doing no it again. it's
1: the Kirby bit. Oh, go on then. Okay, it, should while... it should be noticed that while.
2: It should be noted that whilst. That they find this story rather confusing and difficult to follow. In fact, Doctor Who is, I, is, a, is a is a science fiction fantasy TV show.
4: And, and by so, the
3: way, did you did you notice did you notice that well, a long one uh, that Captain Kirk said it the way I said he's referred to it as program.
1: Okay, carry on.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'm really messing this up. I do apologize, everybody. It's just because quite legitimately, the right things are happening, not necessarily in the right order. So that the showrunner might contendedly say, this is confusion. Am I confusing you? We also learn that the ship that pretended to be the top flat of Craig's home in the lodger was a silent ship, which maybe explains the rumour that had been a Jaggeroth ship since the silence modus operandi appears much as that of Scaroth in the City of Death. All in all, The Impossible Astronaut Day of the Moon is an original and dramatic story which kicks off the new season with energy and intent. As this golden age of Doctor Who unfolds, it is clear that there is confidence in the production team that the audience is both committed and smart. The recurring cast has been forged into a very strong and defined lineup, even though key facts remain under wraps. This seems to allow and extend temporary casts like Canton to be brought closer into the outfit. So the narrative is bold and layered, the relationships are solid and clear and the curtain is lifted quite considerably on the story that will be told over this season. By now, Matt Smith owns the role of the Doctor to a degree maybe not seen for any actor since the 1960s. Or is that the 1970s? Actually, both. (laughs) This story is perhaps an episode too short, as there must be a load of things that happen that do not get on screen, as they are forgotten by the characters. A bit like Ghostlight, but justified this time. (laughs) Next up, Doctor Who and the Return of the Smugglers, or Downton Avery. (laughs) Ha ha ha! So those are my thoughts, Alan T. Butcher.
1: Nice one, Alan.
2: Sorry, Alan. Didn't they you always
1: are. The mm. Oh, dear. Right then. Um, hang on. I'm just going to Kirby fill in. No, oh, no, no, Debbie fill in. Well, I'll do this a little bit. I, I didn't... <laughs> Kirby fill in.
2: Why not Kirby fill in?
1: Because uh, we might be here for hours. Debbie fill in.
2: That's right. <laughs> Well, what do you want me to talk about other than the... Well, I, I'll only
1: I mean, mean I, will, I will be stopping you rather abruptly. So it has to be something yeah, that's that...
2: That's fine, but yeah. I just want to say that I don't. I know we say it a bit, but I think we need to send out appreciation to the listeners slash viewers who feedback and interact and yeah. are part of this. It was also great at FantasyCon to speak to... A, for me, I thought it was quite humbling. The number of people who went, yes, I listened to your podcast it was absolutely lovely. Oh, I
1: did. It's the first time but, I've heard this.
2: Yeah, I know. This is I. I wasn't on last week. Was I? I wasn't very oh, well. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it it was um because I haven't really fed back to you because we were just sort of always rushing about about how nice it was to be on the twenty megabyte table to represent, but to speak to fans to to introduce people to the podcast. There's loads of people took your card, and um yeah, just people were really interested in the backstory of the podcast, and then. How you brought about the con and all that sort of thing. I was basically there, and someone said to me, You're, you're like the um, Fancy Con historian, librarian in the corner. And I was Ooh,
1: like, Oh, Paul, uh, Kirby won't like that because he is he, no, uh, no self Oh, you don't? That's all right then.
2: No, no, I was our representative. Honestly, if Kirby was there, I'd be off looking around and he could sit on the table. <laughs> oh,
1: was that it? I'm oh, sorry. Um, Joshua Diebold says. Hello, 20 Megabyte Podcasters. Love you all. Loved this episode. Matt looked great in the Stetson.
2: Yes, absolutely. Mm.
1: <laughs> OK, and Kirby, who has earlier on in this show, was banging on about the, the youth of um, the, the young lady who's playing um, Summer Pudding, whatever her name is, um, um, who, who, who was very good in Coronation Street. So Mary will already know who she is uh, for a couple of years before she um, got the part uh, of... Um, Of this summer um, pudding, whatever her name is. Um, Right then, so let's look back on other people that were quite young when they became companions of the very old Doctor. (laughs) Who remembers a character called Dodo, played by an actress called Jackie Lane, who was 18, and with (laughs) a Doctor who was in his 50s? That's
3: my point. No, we know.
1: How about Nyssa, played by Sarah Sutton? Friend what of I the was show.
3: Trying to,
1: what? It's yeah.
3: The fact that I said it before It's yeah. that she's only a year older than knew who.
1: That's, that's a very you didn't mention is, that bit, but that is true. She's that's interesting yes, in itself.
3: That is what is kind of shocking. Not exactly her age. It's, it's that the fact that she's she was born long, around
1: the time that it came back. But the fact that I misunderstood the point, right? but it does make it quite interesting. Reading some of these names on this list, uh, like Sarah Sutton, Adrick, uh, Matthew Waterhouse, who was 18. Uh, Deborah Watlin was 19 when she played Victoria. Zoe, played by Wendy Patry, uh, Padbury, was 20, quite old, really, as was Maureen O'Brien. Katie Manning was 20. Uh, Nicola Bryant was 21. So it started to get a bit older. M- Mark Stritson, 21 a chameleon that doesn't seem to have How an old was age.
2: Sophie Aldred?
1: Karen Gillan was 21, would you say?
2: How old was Sophie Aldred?
1: 3. <laughs> doesn't come up with her on this list. No, I just thought that was quite interesting to point out. So it sort of seems to be on one of the average ages that a companion uh, seems to be when uh, being selected for a Doctor. Ooh. Okay, right. So, um moving on to the next section of the show, uh, I'm you you were talking about Fantasy Con, uh, and yeah, it would have been nice if I actually had on had you on last time when we were talking about it. But um, the we had a meeting on Sunday as to whether to do another one or not because Cows doesn't seem to want uh, a, a convention of this type because they seem to want to make their... The, the the higher fees of their venues so high that uh, it would scare anybody off, and they say to be Elon, is, unless they had to be venue. Elon Musk, basically. Yeah. Beg your pardon.
2: Well it was such a good venue. You'd think that, and also the the trade it brings to the town.
1: Mm. But so, um, know,
2: I, thought, I understood it's the cost. that's the problem.
1: Mm. The cost is yes. Oh um oh we we only want people with the vast sums of money to have events at our our places in cows so therefore um we've got the message we're leaving cows uh and therefore um moving probably to newport so there will uh, uh, the uh, the 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 four um committee members we now have a committee um um consisting of uh myself i've got we all got titles although the others don't know their titles yet Uh, um yeah, we had a meeting at the Eight Bells uh, yesterday, and I hope um, it involved
2: a roast. Did uh, it? Well, <laughs> it actually
1: involved. No, it didn't. No. It involved um, the person that um, who, for this uh, instance, sort of sowed the seeds of another convention. That's Deborah Pearson, because um, I wasn't going to say, "Okay, we're going to do one." She had to be the one saying, "Okay, we're going to do one," after being so, you know.
2: I was going to Vocal say.
1: Vocal oh, in uh, the, oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. But uh, because, obviously, this year's event was quite successful and it showed that it is runnable under certain circumstances, as long as, you know, we have a a framework uh, uh, and a budget and, uh, you know, we, we know our limitations, stick to those limitations, doesn't matter what the people, you know, people say, Oh, not much. Here. But they haven't said that, to be fair, but they could say that if they wanted to. We yeah, have I mean, our limitations. What about food costs? We stick to our limitations. Anyway, this is our, this is our title. We've got me, a director. We've got uh, Roy Spearman, a technical director. Now, he's technical director because he's techie. Um, yeah. Debbie Pearson, event coordinator. Basically, she doesn't do anything until the event, and then she basically bosses everybody around she and gets everything, everything happening. Be- everything happens, and everything is in order and uh, stuff like that. Although I do actually provide the schedule. She makes sure I mean that schedule, she makes sure that schedule works. And, uh, Mick Knowles, who's joined the team as logistics manager, um, he basically fills all the gaps, basically. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's amazing. So, uh, that, that's the organizing committee for FantasyCon 2023. I haven't got a date yet. That's the next uh, work in progress thing. So, um, venue or a venue. We've got potential venue, potential date. We just need to find out which one it is. So well, that's. But it, it should be happening even if it shrinks because of the uh, potential event place we have, you know, that, that would be the only reason why it would shrink because we obviously we have limited space, uh, but we do need somewhere to put it. And if it happens to be smaller, we just have to make it smaller. End of that. So, yes. Uh, so thanks everybody who supported and uh, hopefully, well, one thing I want to say, and I'll talk about uh, um, London comic Con Windsor in a minute, because there is a bit of a link um, <laughs> is uh, the cosplayers uh, uh, really do need a bit of credit. The ones that, Supported us through the carnivores and, you know, went out all, every week to give out leaflets and they came along and you know, contributed heavily to the event. We had a massive cosplay competition, considering how little we were. Was
4: it was little, huge, wasn't it? Yeah. You know,
1: and uh, sadly, only one Doctor Who entrant in that particular thing. So I wonder who won, but it was a particularly good one. He, he was the first Doctor, and he was so good. So it would have won it even if there were other Doctor Who entrants. So. But yeah, it's, um, it's very, very good. But I've already talked about the story of, uh, you know, the uh, FantasyCon this year, and we'll move on to my experiences, uh, or I say the family's experiences at London Comic-Con last week. So I'll, I'll, for my, my lack of brain, I'll, I'm bringing up the schedule to remind myself of what we did. So... Um, we stayed at Sunbury again, which is where where we stayed last time because it's a nice little sort of drop off point it's right at the end of the M3 so it's is a very that where quick I stayed
2: with you guys when we went to no london. we didn't
1: stay at Sunbury no it would have been a good no cuz where was when we went it was that was the XL so that was a the, XL, the yeah, other yeah. That, that was like east london this is west london ah. so um the good thing about Sunbury, like i say it's an hour from southampton to sunbury straight along the M3 no stopping no getting involved in protests on the M25 because you don't even go on the M25 uh, and this is my plan, it seems to work, work quite well uh, and the next day when you travel to the event itself, previous time we did it, it took about 45 minutes, this time it took just over half an hour to drive the 10 miles between Sunbury and Olympia uh, London roads by the way, before you interrupt me Kirby, are an absolute nightmare um, so once there... How would
3: I interrupt you about it?
1: Once there, we um, picked up Isabella's diamond pass for Jamie Campbell Bower. Oh
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> then we started queuing, and um, we were there about probably about quarter to nine, and we thought, okay, we've got about an hour and a quarter here, but at least we're in. We're going to be quite early. Um, Fifteen minutes later, we moved into this thing, and then suddenly we're in the event. It was open. Oh, this is great, you know. Um,
2: that was early. The, <laughs>
1: It was half the size of London Comic-Con summer. There was a whole hangar that wasn't used. There weren't any activities there, um, as there were at the other one. The other one they had, um, like gaming and and other sort of bits and bobs there. Bearing in mind, we did put on activities at ours. I was quite surprised that there weren't, you know. But we had... Our our main thing was to walk around, look at all the the limited amount of stalls, um, soak up the atmosphere, look at the cosplayers, um, meet some people you really, really wanted to meet and have our pictures taken. So uh, there was a lot of sitting around, <laughs> to be fair, but Deb didn't seem to mind that. Um, so, yeah, we started on Saturday waiting for the... Uh, was this Saturday's one? Yeah. Waiting for the opportunity to... Um, let's do the Sylvester McCoy costume outside the tardis shoot which obviously you may have seen this picture oh, the, i, love that I picture. wouldn't normally have a picture with sylvester mccoy but i thought hang on i'm wearing um i'm wearing the six doctors coat and um sylvester's got his costume on so i did go for that one but when it said tar- tardis i thought it, was, it they'd made up the interior tardis it was just the tardis without this light on so i was a bit disappointed i might as well have just done a you know, just a, a picture in the studio with him, but in his costume, which was also available. Um, I didn't bother with the, uh, the Colin Baker pictures, he was there. Um, the other, um, the other thing we did, obviously, um, uh, Isabella had a diamond pass, so the first thing we did was cue for Jamie Campbell Bower's autograph. That didn't take long at all, and I got some video of her meeting him. and I don't know if you've seen the video, it's the expression of her face when she's sort of she's realised that she's met him. Sort of, uh, I know, I know. Shocked, yeah. and so like, it's like she's actually like, seen the real Vecna you know. Um, oh, so, and then after she'd done that, I went to to have a picture with uh, Julian Glover. His cue was quite short, but he was quite charming. He shook me a hand and. And uh, it was quite nice to meet him because he's a bit of a legend. Uh, and oh, the dude. studio next door, Harry Lloyd, was there. And I, I, I went in to meet him. And I said, I absolutely loved, um, you know, the film. A um, I loved Richard III. Um, you in, no, it wasn't called, it was called Lost King. And he said, oh, thanks, dude, and shook my hand. It was, again, <laughs> nice, oh, <dude."> nice coach, <laughs> he said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was quite uh, nice. Um, and then there was a bit of a, gap before uh, robert picardo and um again i thought well i've got this coat on i've got my sonic screwdriver so i gave the sonic screwdriver to i said do you want a prop and he <laughs> took it he sort of looked a bit confused And the in the picture you see what he did with it which wasn't too bad considering he didn't know what what i was well, wearing it, or what the sonic yeah. screwdriver was um <laughs> I did explain later to him what that was all about, but it was quite amusing, and it did produce a brilliant picture with somebody I, I was actually really, uh, rarely starstruck with, to be fair, I was probably more starstruck with, with him than I was with Christopher Lloyd, um, <laughs> simply because he was the reason I stuck with Voyager, because I absolutely loved the Doctor in Voyager, and he was he made it for me, that series. He did,
2: yeah, he, um, he, he was standout in that. I mean, uh, my dad obviously watched every Star Trek going, and Voyager was one that we actually sat down together Mm. to watch um, rather than sort of catching every now and then. We actually made a mission to watch it. And yeah, yeah, he's absolutely sensational. We 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 subscribed to the VHSs. I was so (laughs) jealous.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that was really cool meeting him. Um, Then there was the upside down set pictures because where Isabella got the uh, Jamie Campbell Bower package her package was the autograph in a studio shoot so we then swapped so she could have i had the studio shoot with uh, jamie Campbell and he- she had her portrait in the upside down set with him i actually think the picture of me with him he looks better because he- he's doing a, uh, he's got a serious expression on his face and i actually love that that photo the one he did with me and she absolutely loves the picture she got with him so well we're both one on that <laughs> it's one
2: been for both of you yes <laughs>
1: Um and then of course that's, it looked,
2: that It looked it looked amazing. That, so many people I know yes. went and were posting all the way through it. It looked fantastic.
1: Yeah, you're walking around that top area where all the all the celebrities were all quite well spaced out. Um they, they put um JB Campbell band next to David Tennant, um was it David Tennant first day, I think it was actually. Was it Ty uh, no, Tennant? No, it was on the second maybe? day. No, Ty Tennant was on the second day. Sorry, David Tennant was there on the second day, but but they put you, the big celebrities see, in an enc- in an encased Sort of, uh, area. So you couldn't really see them unless you queued for them, but people like Robert Picardo and, and Michael Ironside were clearly on view and stuff. So it was quite interesting. The last one was, um, Michael Ironside was, um, advertised. He didn't, he couldn't make the last one, but he didn't look very well in the pictures, but he actually looked like his old self at the, at the event this time. So I didn't actually meet him or anything, but I did, did look at him. Um, of course there was the, um, the Matt Smith house of dragon picture which deb had and she's thrilled with we've actually had that oh, yeah. um, printed Debbie and framed
2: and her name,
1: queen yeah, of she, scissors she is thrilled with with that picture and that is about wonderful it. i hope
2: she's put that up on the wall
1: no it's up on uh, um in our other room on top of the wall uh, the cupboard so she's thrilled <laughs> a bit uh so she was in really good mood after <laughs> that picture done um uh, <laughs> i didn't actually meet or see matt smith for the whole, no i did when i showed up i sort of got a lifted my phone up and got a sneaky shot of her you know having it done with with him uh so it was quite a thin day in regards to photographs and stuff uh on the Saturday the next day bear with oh, it's a really good, good idea of mine doing it uh, like this because I can actually remind myself Sunday so Isabella wasn't keen on getting up too early because our day was going to start a bit later but I wanted to miss the traffic so we we sort of did set out slightly later because we had to pack anyway because we had to, we go, had to go home straight after the event. But um, yeah, so the first shoot was Jodie Whittaker studio shoot, which I, I gave Deb um, because I'd bought one with Jodie, and then they bought out her and the coat pictures right in the last minute. I was like, oh, I want her in the coat, you know. So yeah, I know. There yeah. <laughs> there's a Jodie Whittaker. She available, which I gave to Deb, and she had the first one with her and um she Oh she's so lovely, as Deb said as she came out of the shooting Oh look she came she gave me a hug and yeah, so she was thrilled with her picture. Um then the um Body Langford was the next one, and again, I sort of gave her the sonic screwdriver, and she sort of looked a bit confused with it. I suppose she was in character then because there wasn't such a thing as a sonic screwdriver when, when Sylvester or Colin were the doctors.
2: Exactly, um, they didn't need that silly wand waving, Sylvester yeah. said. I love that. <laughs> so,
1: during you know, all, there was a bit of waiting around and buying stuff, they had tribbles there.
2: Oh, oh, they were
1: so good. You clap your hand, they go, and and no, you clap the hand, and they go, they, they're squeaky noise when when the on. Yeah, I got them. my dad one. Yeah. Oh my God, they were so good, and they would have added to my um my cosplay because I was I was uh, the um red shirt. Uh, on the second day and i i bought a phaser because it was only 22 quid they bought out these brand new classic series phasers so i've got that now and my shirt and maybe next year if i can get a triple i can have all three and it's a a bit of an ensemble but yeah they they had tricorders were a bit expensive i didn't buy one of them but i'm thinking of adding it to my little cosplay setup but um yeah, so that was good. Bonnie Langford's was, was a very nice. I, it was one of those things I had to do because it was Doctor Who Companion I hadn't met. Although Alicia met her at uh, one of the shows she did in the, in the West End many years ago, but I didn't get a
2: chance I to it. Saw, I saw her and Sylvester in in, com, in chat. Oh, yes. I But I never met her for a for, picture or anything.
1: I forgot I saw Sylvester before I met him in, in a show at the Mayflower. Because Colin Baker had actually performed on the Isle of Wight the day before this event at Shanklin Theatre so. uh, He did that um, thing with Terry Malloy, the the Doctor Who and Sherlock Holmes thing at Shanklin Theatre. It was like a radio play on stage. Um, What else happened? Oh yeah, and that also during this period, um, I I decided uh, it might be a good idea to go for a wee-wee. So I (laughs) went into the toilet and and ended up and who was I stood next to having a wee-wee? Robert Picardo. (laughs) Which which (laughs) of the bloke in the cube the bloke, bloke in the cubicle a bit further down said this goes a whole new spin on voyager <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway and after that he i think he went for lunch went back to his tables and there was nobody at his table so i walked around there to to sort of or can you sign the photograph from he got yes the previous day you know but on my way around there frank skinner just had to be amb- ambling past and uh, and everybody sort of around. I thought I better get this picture quick before I lose the chance. So I, I got a picture with him. A very nice chap as was too. And, um, and then I went round to see Robert and said, sort of, "Oh, could you sign this for me?" And explained what the. The picture and the Sonic Rover and Doctor Who and stuff like that. And um, yeah, he was, no, he was very nice. He's been to
2: so many conventions where I've seen pictures of him yeah. with mm-hmm. doctors going, Look, yeah, it's but the. But I'm upcoming.
1: not sure he understands about the the coat, the sixth Doctor oh, coat, okay. what, uh, what the ensemble was and the Sonic Anyway, he, he accepted, he, he was alright. He was a very nice man. Um, I didn't say anything about the Wii, of course. Uh, <laughs> and um, Paddy Considine was, uh, it's his first ever convention, and, and Deb's a big fan of. That series he was in, and Isabella was a big fan of him in um, that film with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. What was that one called? Well,
4: then. One with the
1: aliens. Uh, World's well,
4: End. World's well, oh, End,
1: that's it, yeah. So she's a big fan of that film, yeah. and of course, Paddy was in that, and she wanted a picture with him on the back of that, and Deb wanted a picture with him. I only found on out the, the other of...
2: day one of my friends worked on his makeup on, game, on House of the Dragon. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's cool. But it's
2: like, wow, lucky you.
1: <laughs> but again, he, he, some of the, uh, the actors would do all sorts of elaborate poses. Jodie would do it. David Tennant, I only briefly saw David Tennant because when i when I was getting ready for a photo shoot, I was putting the coat on and he came by and I said, Oh, nice coat in his, in his broad Scottish <laughs> accent. And of course, Devon Isabella go, Oh, look, he should have been filming that. You know, it was really quite exciting. But yeah, at least he sort of noticed me and mentioned about Ali's coat. Um, but, yeah, so during that period, um, Deb went downstairs and had a picture with Paddy Considine on the Iron Throne. That picture is, is it's beautiful. But Paddy didn't change his pose for any of these pictures. I've seen them all on. on I, mean, I could post on the link if you want to see all the pictures for, from the Comic-Con. They're all on this Comic-Con page. And just look each one. And the, the, When Isabella had a picture with uh, that young lady, um, Elodie Grace Orkin, who played... The, you know the girl who bullied 11 in series four yeah one of the girls had the 11 costume and the roller skate it's an absolutely superb picture uh elodie reacts to this roller skate and it's just so good <laughs> and isabella's picture was just straight after that one um uh yeah oh yeah katie manning so uh i went in to see katie and i said uh we had the we had the picture she, she walked, grabbed my scarf and wrapped it around herself so we had the picture and I said that I said Katie that's 50 years I've waited for that and she grabbed my hand and said oh I do hope it was worth it so I thought that was really charming um I think Katie might have been the last one um I, I, I yeah we I went back to I thought I'd get my picture signed by her but she'd gone um so maybe I might get a chance to meet her again one day you never know and, uh, yeah, Bonnie Langford, I think I was about it, really. So, yeah, and after the very last picture, of the, which was Elegy Grace Hawking, off we went back to the Isle of Wight, and I got lost again, because it was some very confusing with the sat-nav. But, yeah, so that's London Comic-Con. When, lost uh, it we was... drove back as well. Pardon?
2: When, we ca- when I came back with you, we got lost as well. Didn't
1: yeah, you? well, sometimes sat-navs can be confusing.
2: do well, you have uh, navigation? Yeah, but it's... it's. it's what do you think a sat-nav is? <laughs> British roads are different. <laughs> no, it's awful, just the sat nav will That's say, <laughs>
1: uh, on the next, uh, um, at the next junction, at the lights, turn left, then turn right. So i arrived to the left, turn left, and then went to turn right. But the, ne- the right, actually, was supposed to be another th- 300 yards up the road. So that confused me. And this happened on both the sa- both Saturday and the Sunday on the way back. Uh, so it sort got very frustrating, Don't, but eventually does, we got does home. Doesn't it and... show you a map so you can see? Yes, but I can't look at the map while driving, Kirby. I'm looking through a windscreen. Anyway. <laughs> um the thing is right Isabella was really keen on getting
3: enough that I can see the map
1: Isabella was really keen on what we caught the half past seven boat and despite that I we literally drove into the ferry terminal at 29 minutes past seven drove straight onto the ferry which was really cool so I felt like I could really achieve something getting back for that ferry so yeah they also had um stage talks but unfortunately had to pay extra to to go to the stage talks. so um
5: that's random. It is
1: random, yeah. Some of them were free, but most of them you had to pay for, so we didn't do that at all because the only thing we watched was one well, of the cosplay the competitions. Of going to
2: a con. If you haven't got much to do, you let's know. go and have a look at so-and-so having a they chat. They certainly don't
1: charge at Wales Comic-Con, and I know they've got a lot of really good people, which I'm coming on to in a minute. And uh, These might be boring people. I don't care. It's my show. Um, no, yeah, so, it's
3: not boring me. Is it no, not? I'm could,
2: really uh, interested.
1: Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the stage show at uh, London Comic-Con... They did indeed have lots of re-interesting really people. The, 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 as I say, the cosplay competition was—it was minute compared to ours. It was just <laughs> quite astounding you Know, um, so it made me rather proud of uh, of what our cosplay had, uh, had achieved. But there were some fab cosplay, and everybody was quite happy to have their picture taken. This, I was like, I say, this this bloke came up to me, and I, I did show you the picture that oh, can my daughter have a picture taken with you because we've missed Colin? I wasn't even in full blown cosplay, so it's really fab. I was, quite, I was quite chuffed by that. Um, right, so next week we won't be recording because we're doing Wales Comic On. Now, I'm more excited well, although were just t- a meeting meeting um jody although she was a bit late i didn't mention this but it was right well so everybody else had met her and had their picture with her because i forgot to mention about isabella paid 200 pounds out of her own money to have a david wow. Tennant and jody whittaker combined picture so she's done that on that sunday fab picture by the way and um But, of course, my bit was uh, the Jodie in a coat. So she was 15 minutes late for her shoot. And she turned up and uh, her sort of, um, her helper hang uh, sort of like a suit sort of, hold her up on a hook round the corner anyway she came in. oh god what's she gonna be doing she's gonna be changing around the corner what's going on here anyway she eventually came in and just got into like pose mode and there's no no jody around the corner what oh yeah she put her coat on and she did all these <laughs> pictures uh and she's fab and i sort of gave, i sort of went up to her and said well you've lost You've lost yours, so you can borrow mine. And that's basically what the picture is fab in it. I love it. And it's it's got pride of place on my wall now, that that picture with Jodie. I'm
2: so I managed she, to find all my pictures the other day, because my sister went to Plymouth Con, and she was sharing pictures. And I was like, I've got to find mine. Mine are somewhere, and found them all. They're great.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, she, she was so lovely and she looks exactly like she did in the show it's really weird because you meet some of the doctors a few years after don't you uh, obviously we met capaldi when he was still the doctor
4: yeah. uh
1: but yeah she looks exactly the same hairdo she's got the coat on the only thing she could do i wore her t-shirt for her so it really did the picture itself i love um so i might have to move it to a more private place but yeah anyway moving on uh it was fab I really enjoy that, but I'm more excited about else Comic-Con, and you'll hopefully uh, understand why, when I've actually found the page I'm going to look for, here we go, this is the page. Okay, right, so, most of these people we've got photo ops of, because who do you say no to? Because Christopher Eccleston, Yay. Um, there's Yay. not that many opportunities to meet him, I'm keeping my fingers crossed he's still going to be there, because I know it's less than a week to go now, but um that's another one ticked off you know so obviously got a picture Don't with tick them. Them off. but the thing i've been sort of going to bed with a smile on, thinking, oh my God, if George Takei does come along, yes. that is <laughs> immense for me, to meet George Takei, and have my picture taken with George Takei, in my Star Trek costume, <laughs> so that, I mean, those two names straight away, I'm, I'm, I'm already starstruck, before I've even seen anybody, and yeah, that's going to be Of because Danny uh, Trejo, well. which Deb's, um, sorry, Isabella's really excited about, Brett, Brett Gelman, who plays uh, Murray in Stranger Things, again, we all love Murray, we think he was one of the best characters in, in Stranger Things so we're all really excited about meeting him uh, Malcolm McDowell I haven't got a picture with and I was like oh, he's, he's a wow. legend I oh, do you want to meet him like, but you know I've, I've got all these pictures of other people so but yeah he's one of the more expensive ones but you know, Malcolm McDowell it was like they had Ian McDermott uh, years ago and I think well yeah, you know, I can't you know uh, the other person they got, there's Vivian Lyra Blair, who plays Princess Leia in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh,
4: brilliant. Um, we did get oh. a picture
1: with her, because oh. I think she's a rising star. Um, but I'm just going to see how... Well, she's quite tiny. She's got to be tiny. She looks tiny in the series, so I'm interested she's to see tiny. how that, that pans out. Um, I didn't get an autograph with her, because I think her autograph is going to change with time. She's, what, she's 11? So she's quite young. Nick Frost, obviously, is... Um, yeah, we just talked about in World's End, one of isabella's favorite sort of groups of films uh so she's really excited she's also excited herself about meeting an actor called andrew scott who i've never heard of apparently he was in (laughs) sherlock and a few other things but he was
2: in This life that was really good
1: but now you know i quite like star trek don't you now you know i was a star trek fan years before as a doctor who fan don't you so you'll know i'll have a particular Liking for a series called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. So I, when Anson Mount was announced quite a long time ago, I snapped up the opportunity to have a picture with Anson Mount. And then what did they go and do? They put Ethan Peck, Christina Chong and Jess Bush (laughs) in a photo op together with Anson Mount. So I bought that one, hoping they all do still turn up, leaving an Anson Mount picture available. So I said, does any YouTube want a picture of Anson? I don't know who he is. Anyway, so um, uh-huh. when I, say, I said to uh, what's uh, Isabella that he was in a doc, uh, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness as the Black Bolt, is it? Is that, that a character you've heard of? Is that the Black Bolt? I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, look it up, Kirby. Anson Mount... Um, Marvel, the MCU and he also is in a series uh, that is no longer on anymore I can't remember what it's called now but yeah he played an, a, a character in, in MCU which then made Isabella interesting having it as a photo op so we went for that one Mark Shepherd, and I don't know if you've heard of him he's <laughs> there every single time <laughs> it's on I don't know if he lives in this country but he certainly likes doing Wales Comics on Eve Miles oh lovely friend of the show Gareth David Lloyd
2: oh lovely
5: yes
1: um there's loads of other people I've never heard of, like Andrew or Gower, Sophie nothing, Skelton, Stephen Cree, Drew Powell, Steve Downs, Jen Taylor, Troy Baker. Got a cough. Wow, <coughs> oh, i not met, Got a
2: Cough yet. Yeah. Eduardo,
1: Eduardo Franco. Yeah, thank you. Eduardo Franco uh, plays Argyle in Stranger Things. I think he was um, one of the sort of uh, shining stars of that, that series. Uh, I've got a Funko Pop of this here, and we've bought an autograph with him as well, so got photo and autograph with eduardo franco and that's going to be my only autograph of the whole thing because i like to get you know if i'm going to get an autograph autograph, it's going to be a, a funko pop um david morrissey's there but we haven't got a picture with him matt lintz is there he was in uh, Ms. marvel as miss marvel's best friend but we're not going to have a picture with him chris barry is there but i met forgot to mention i met him at um London Comic-Con him. Winter. He's had a picture so much shorter than I Signed thought. a photo. If anybody's watching the live feed, here is the signed picture of uh, Chris Barry. Uh, move it a bit closer to the camera. There it is. Um, and he does look different without his toupee on. That's true. Uh, it's an amazing cast. Janet Fielding, who obviously was my first crush, the first time I ever got an autograph back from a Doctor Who actor, finally get to meet her and, and have a picture with her. Fab. Sophie Aldred's there, uh, Gemma Redgrave I'm having a picture with her um, a, a modern day Doctor Who icon, Will Mellor's supposed to be there but I think he'd be doing strictly, Peter Davison there and he's doing him, uh, pictures in his suit, the oh, only yes, ones in this yeah. country, uh, obviously I'll be up for that one won't I, Sylvester oh. McCoy's there but again um, already had that picture with him, the The mm-hmm. cast is at Wales Comic Con is just phenomenal and uh, I'm, I'm amazed uh, By it's been a while but Deb says there's nobody there for her. Really? Sean Biggerstaff I haven't got a picture with him, but I know that, that um, uh, Alan Rickman uh, held Sean Biggerstaff in, in very high esteem and appeared with him in in two Harry Potter films as well. David Bradley. Uh, another If he's there, another doctor ticked off the list. So if I can get him and Ecclestone... That's it. I, I've more or less completed the uh, available Doctors um, and the list. entire set. Yeah. <laughs> you've set, completed so. the set, yeah. So, actually, I, 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 this is why I'm particularly excited about next weekend. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'll, yeah. And
2: why aren't we recording oh. the weekend after?
1: Gushing. Yeah. Uh, no, and well, the weekend after, I'm filming a sh- uh, the, the theatre train shows. Ah, yeah.
2: fair
1: enough. Yeah, the week yes. after that, I think we're heading towards Crimbo Land, aren't we? Yeah. The week yeah. after that, we're heading towards um, the uh, New Year. Land. So I've got a funny feeling this is the last show of the year. So if I just clear, so I've got right. filming. Uh,
2: like that.
1: Are we doing the 18th or not? May well be. I'm not sure what's going on there. I know Deb's oh, got, I got to do something. Got. I think Deb's got filming I'm just something there. We're here day.
2: and doing an Andy to have a drinking. Yeah, snack that then.
1: could be it. We could be filmed. <laughs> we could be shit. We could be recording on the 18th. It is true.
2: So
3: yeah, yeah. curse of the bad black.
1: So we'll keep that in as a possibility oh, at the doing moment. That,
3: we're leaving the year
2: on, but, on yes. that I,
1: <laughs> I apologise anybody got a bit bored by my gushing about the, those. Oh the, the, no, the, the, no, my, no, my no, goodness. I'm so excited. Now, of course, I'll be talking about it, hopefully, even more so at, on the next show. Um, oh, hang on. Apparently, Spain are 1 0 up. By they are. I'll have to rewind and see what happened with the girl. Uh, and then Alan T Butcher. That was uh, Terry Miles. Alan T Butcher says, likewise, I had a P next to Peter Mandelson once. Um and Alan t. Butcher said Kirby thought a sat nav only tells you where to sit.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh dear! Right, so Let's have a look. Uh, Doctor Who news, but isn't it exciting. Oh, I can't, I can't wait to meet George Takei. Oh, I'm
4: uh, so um,
1: jealous. Um, oh. I, t- I typed in YouTube. I must say, one well, more look at our Doctor Who news, isn't it, Doc? who news and
2: sponsors
1: who news let me do dr who news first i want to see what who one's got up for grabs so who oh, it would be intra. might have to you might have to ask um uh what's his name uh, uh, meninda yes i should remember that quite easy should ask meninda whether it was indeed his jumper that appeared uh on uh sylvester right so new guinness world record for doctor who uh, guinness world records have confirmed that doctor oh, who has yeah, earned cool. another entry in the guinness book of world records since the screening of the power of the doctor last month the record for the longest gap between tv experiences for an actor playing the television character is now held by william russell for his portrayal of the first Doctor companion ian chesterton russell first played Chesterton chesterton the first episode of doctor who in 1863 and he stayed with a series of two years, appearing in seventy-seven episodes, his last appearance of the Planet of Decision, the final episode of the Chase, broadcast in the twenty-sixth of June, nineteen sixty-five, and then he appeared on the twenty-third of October, twenty twenty-two. Fifty-seven years and one hundred twenty-eight days later. One hundred twenty days. What you on about? It says, <laughs> Fifty-seven years and one hundred twenty-eight days later. Millie Gibson joins the TARDIS crew. A very pretty girl, and I think she'll be fab. And um, I think RTD knows what he's doing in regards to castings. And um, I'm really excited to see what uh, Shooty's uh, costume's going to look like. I've seen some sort of guesses, which are quite interesting. Um, so, uh, who knows?
3: Maybe he'll wear a different thing every.
1: A different story. thong? No, I don't think he'll wear a different thong. Um, okay. Right, so who WhoWon.co.uk. So WhoWon.co.uk. No, excite me with products. And it's interesting actually. Um, before, while I type this on, that um, B&M seem to be continuing their their exclusive gift sets of figures for Doctor Who. And you have to get in really quick to get the good ones. Apparently, I don't. I have got a set behind me of theirs, but they do have a really good set. Apparently, there's also not necessarily a B&M set. Of the regeneration set of Jodie and Tenant. Um, but which Tenant doesn't look anything <laughs> like Tenant in. So, um, so keep an eye out for that one. Who1.co.uk coming soon for Crimbo. We got the eighth Doctor What Lies Inside, uh, which is a Doctor Who audio story. Uh, After the War, which is, uh, is oh, it's a Blake Seven story. These are all on pre-order, by the way death in venice torchwood not real torture because obviously barryman's not in it but friend of the show russ um, gareth, gareth, gareth david lloyd might be in it i'm not sure it doesn't actually give the cast on it um it's only a little picture they give 11th dr chronicles 3 geronimo i'm surprised that aaron hasn't uh, provided one of his audios for for this but there you go Master 2, Nemesis Express, uh, featuring Eric Roberts, who I've had my picture taken with, a very nice man. Rose Tyler, Dimension Cannon 2. So Rose has got her own series, so that's good, isn't it? Seventh Doctor, Sullivan and Cross, AWOL. Tenth Doctor, Classic Companions. And these are all sort of big finish audio stories, novels, whatever. So they're all available at whoone.co.uk. And I'm just going to see what comes up with figures so they got the, the, the figures that they've had for a while, which is Friend and those of the Thirteenth Doctor, which is obviously the Yaz and uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. and a, a Judoon, and uh, the Unit 1971 clause of Axel set, which features the Brigadier, Benton, and Captain Yates, then. and the Companions of the Fourth Doctor, featuring the two Romanas and Sarah Jane Smith. And the Terror of the Zygon set, uh, which I think has Benton... Brigadier and Doctor with uh, Scottish Garb on. So yeah, some good stuff there. And that's all at huan.co.uk, lavazi.co.uk Now I think that if um, McCoy had been wearing a Lavazi jumper in the in the program that he would be shouting from the hills. However, even if it isn't, it's still probably one of the best re- um, yeah, renditions of that you can get, especially they've the re-released the umbrella, which um, McCoy had in the photos. Uh, so particularly good place to get Doctor Who um cosplay and uh, the scarves I, I i did wear my scarf for some of the day and a lot of people were saying oh i love that scarf and uh, and when i said about the regeneration set of Jodie and Tennant, the the figure of jody was the one when she wakes up and says what am i wearing you know with the scarf and the, the sylvester's jumper and the, the right sort of hodgepodge of, of costuming which basically mm-hmm. what i was doing at at uh, the the event over the weekend so yeah lavazi is the place to go to get some absolutely fab um doctor who wearables i'm, I'm not going to mention about the scarves i just did didn't i accidentally god so you can get bags yeah. umbrellas sweaters jumpers including the fifth doctor's cricket jumper um so yeah that's the place to go and of course if you want to join their mailing list it's always a good idea because new products coming up you can submit fan fiction to their blog uh, I think Meninda does a fab job uh, catering for Doctor Who fans to be fair um, absolutely hmm. um, I think that's about it in regards to what I was going to say let's see what everybody's saying on the line. I think field. you
3: went on about all that stuff which was interesting oh, Germany's then we discussed the story
1: are you being cheeky again Yes, yes he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh Lillian Robin says, Why didn't you read in my comment above uh, uh hang why didn't you read my comment above about your pics? Hang on, where did she say that? Uh except your labels don't mention Doctor Who. What labels? Yeah, what else? right, me me and him, me and um Tim Drewing on oh, better play the music because I mentioned him again. T A B C D E F G yeah, no, that's not it. Yeah, let's do it by alphabetical order. Um, so I'm contracted to play play this. Yes, yeah, so, uh, me, uh, me and Tim had a bit of a sort of uh, discussion, because um, when I posted the pictures, it, you know, when you post a picture, it takes time to write captions when you post a lot of them, and I, I feel that people should automatically know where these are famous people, who they are, but um, me, me and him disagreed on that one, so um, I tried to um, over, look like, over-elaborate uh, on the, <laughs> the they captions. They don't
3: always look like, uh, like if they get older, they don't look like they looked Mm. and also not everyone has seen everything i know i haven't
1: i've got some actually i've got some in in, in here uh, in a bag in this red bag. we talked about michael Jaston and uh, and, uh, joseph milson who very cheaply got me to spend my own money on printing out lots of um, you know prints for them so i've actually got lots of signed pictures of them there's joseph milson there yeah. Um, when he was in Casualty. And a chap called uh, Michael Jaston. Debbie, you do, you do really need to collect one of these. Michael Jaston, there it says, uh, the Vale Yard. Oh, no, so is the Brickyard. I told you he didn't like that Brickyard thing. He thought it was a stupid <laughs> idea. Um, so, yeah, I have lots of these. I don't know how I'm supposed to... You know, distribute them or sell them or whatever that the the actors wanted I, I guess they wanted me to sell them because I I think they realised I did spend a lot of money getting these printed out, um, and it was indeed their agent's fault that they weren't printed out because the agent didn't actually prewarn me because I would have said no. But yes, I have got uh, Michael Jason Valiant pictures, one of which is Debbie's. Um, but I will say, the gold ink that they wrote their autographs with is terrible. It it, it wears off.
2: Oh, sorry, it, yeah, that, that's what happened with mine, but yeah. with water as well. So yeah. No, it just
1: wears off. It just rubs yeah. off. All the black ink ones, where they've been in a stack, have not worn off at all. But that gold stuff, which makes me particularly worried about my Christopher Lloyd Funko pop-up there. I've, I've got a something.
3: picture, right, I've got a, an autograph picture of Caitlin Blackwood that yeah. uh, she... She's signed it with with a black sharpie, but you can barely see it.
1: That's the problem I've got with my John Barrowman uh, Funko Pop, where they sign the the window of the Funko Pop. I th- the the permanent marker doesn't stay permanent uh, long enough, and I've completely lost my John Leeson signing of K9 now. It's got the, the it's no, no. completely gone. So um, it's frustrating. So I th- if I get Eduardo Franco to sign his Funko Pop, I'm going to get him to sign the actual. Um, this bit the, you know the, the picture rather than the actual window on it i've learned from that but christopher lloyd did in fact sign the window of it it's quite you can see it now but it does worry me that you know well in you time, should do something like put off. it
3: under glass or something
1: no i did ask her about uh, doing that on on the social media sites they, they devalues if you cover an autograph with anything and if you laminate it or where it devalues no, it I, no
3: stuff. i mean just put it under a glass dome <laughs>
1: a glass dome
4: <laughs> yes.
1: the green dome yeah. uh, the other thing i forgot <laughs> to mention I've was um somewhere Put it yeah. under that. Uh, uh, um, a chap called uh, Nigel Parkinson who's a, who's one of the illustrators at Bino did a picture of me um uh, I did, I did a few other pictures of people around the event but i, I thought that was really cool so i've, 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 I've a lot the, says the, Adam the
3: you're talking about the guy who does the just the menace who is one of the the, the, the menace
1: yes when he's one of the the, the cartoon uh, that's that
3: so strange that the two did the menaces appeared for the first time in the same year right. and i had never heard of yours until uh many many years later
1: yes um so yeah that was quite cool and of course uh, Adam Brown, who did my caricature at Fantasy Gone. So I've got them up on on the wall over there. I I suppose I could show you. You'll have to watch the video of... um, Oh, I suppose. So there's me (laughs) done by Adam Brown. (laughs) And if I zoom zoom in, there's me done by Nigel Parkinson from the Beano and deb's the one that put up all the uh the christmasy tinsel and over there actually while we're up here uh, i know i've posted these already but there's the pride of place picture of myself with um the ex-doctor next to barrow man and of course next to the, the doctors next to um sarah sutton's signed picture you're running out of me. wall space yeah. aren't you uh, yeah i have i have to substitute now uh well, there's where's me where's debbie i'm sure you're up here somewhere, Deb. Uh, there she is! Uh, with um, about
2: somewhere.
1: Mark Gatiss there. Uh, that would probably be the next one that gets taken down to fit in a picture from the next event. And of there course, current, don't current want review me companions me. Uh, Arthur Darville and uh, um, Alex Kingston. And there, you said about Mark Shepard. There's uh, Matthew Lewis. Zoom in. There's Mark Shepard. There he is. I want the camera right there. Mark Shepard cuddling someone in the background. And of course. Can't get this one anymore. Where is it? Pondjertwee. So, yeah, and, of course, a friend of the show. I wish we could get her back. There is um, yeah, Daphne Ashbrook with 20 megabyte mug. Cool. So, lots of stuff. Oh, of course, there's one of the doctors up there. Yeah, so, um, oh, yes, this picture here, very exclusive. You complain when I name drop. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, and doctors galore and all stuff falling over in my little corner of figures there so, oh yes and there's uh, some other ones here Look, yes. they're all over the place it will it won't impress
3: you but it'll impress debbie if i uh say i've met and have the autograph of robert
1: heinlein who
2: fantastic see <laughs>
1: i don't know who you're talking about
2: i know you don't I, lillian
1: says further up what do you mean further up <laughs>
2: What did you say, Debbie? I said only one of the greatest novelists of all time. Yes.
1: Lillian says further up. Lillian, how further up? Would well, you want the Matthew Waterhouse picture? Or do you want me with uh, McCoy and um, um, Mary's boyfriend? Or me with John Leeson and K9? That's the only thing further up, I'm afraid. Oh, and Matt Smith and David Tennant up up in that corner over there. No, I can't. Um, anyway, uh, yes, yeah, one all with the football match at the moment, so I might catch the last five minutes of it, if I'm lucky. So, yes, yeah, so hopefully two weeks' time. Further no, three up? weeks. No, my comment. Oh, oh the further up comment. Oh, further up. I'm going further up, Lillian. Uh, Lillian. Really? Hi. Nah. Yeah, there you are. She says hi. Oh, that was at the beginning, though, wasn't it? And then she says, Oh, good. You did label the picks. Thank you. Oh, is that what she means? Thank you, Lillian. Oh, she's lovely, isn't she? Hashtag Lillian's legs. Um, right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. I've probably forgotten something.
3: What about something.
1: what we've been watching? Ah, I told you I've forgotten something. No. um Oh, by the way, did, did I check watch recording levels? Right, i tell you what's, I think that, what. What? <laughs> it's been late now.
2: <laughs> I do hope everyone's been watching Wednesday no yeah, absolutely no I'll tell, I'll
1: tell you what i've been watching and i highly recommend this um i know you lot aren't into archaeological and history programs but yes, there's am. a
2: ser-
1: there's a series on netflix i hope it's still on my phone i can actually relate to it straight away bear with, bear with. I, oh i it sent it to elaine i sent netflix, it to elaine we'll i sent the link to elaine bear with there it is Now i'll go straight to it right what is bear it? with bear with <laughs> It's called Ancient
2: Apocalypse.
1: Ancient Apocalypse. Ancient Apocalypse. Right then, on on Netflix. Now, Uh, let's see. Oh, it is on Netflix.
2: It's on
3: our Netflix too.
2: Yes, but isn't it like just rather like, you know, just feeding into conspiracy
1: theorists? No, no, no. He he backs it up with visiting the places connected to this. Oh,
2: yeah,
3: no, no, no. It will be uh, conspiracy stuff because of who's doing it. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, you you put I would put quotes around journalists Right. Yes.
2: Okay. you going
1: to before you completely he, he's a kook. poo shoot.
2: Isn't he a Quanon guy? Oh, God's
1: sake. Before uh, you can Can I speak? Before you completely.
2: No, you're talking about
3: something that you're talking about, you're talking about you're talking about someone who doesn't know anything. Right. That before you, you completely I'm not gonna watch this. Be quiet, let
1: me speak because you might have a different opinion to all the listeners. <laughs> before you completely poo and poo. Through, the idea of it a lot of the stuff within the series makes sense yes uh, the the balance is, may not be there in regards to traditional archaeology but the fact that lots of these civilizations around the world these ancient civilizations had the same uh stories uh, and the same hieroglyphs and the same depictions of stuff makes it very interesting and yes, they do need to do it, uh, but it can't be because of. But even if you watch it by way of a romantic ideal, like we would watch potentially, you know, a, a, a fake history story that, or, you know, like we watch in like on Doc Joe sometimes, you know. History <laughs> yeah, but, it, it's, but it's it's compelling. It really is. Um,
2: no, I wouldn't oh, give him the Jesus top of that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um,
1: it's compelling, it's very interesting it's always a good idea to keep your eyes open, basically if anybody's listening I I bet I could watch
2: it never mind whether uh, it's uh,
3: you, you want pedantic i bet i could be extremely pedantic on that well actually i watched
2: this with you just to experience that (laughs) can
1: i bloody finish
2: pedantic but not as bad as shit
1: for anybody who does want to watch it it it, um the idea is that there were um, advanced civilizations on earth before the ice age um, and that the ice age was initiated by a um a a disaster involving the tail of a comet that which uh, then Created um, a, a winter which resulted in the ice age, etc., etc. But there's lots of other bits, you know, to do with the, you know, the the, the, uh, the flood and all this But it, it's really interesting. So shut your faces, anyway, right then. So whether it's what true or mean? not, it was interesting. Uh, well. um, I forgot ah, what was going. On. Okay, what that, I got that's up, that's up to now. Way, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Master, what oh, have been watching? strange new
1: worlds. Another thing I've been watching. That's really quite cool. Yes.
3: Google. Ancient apocalypse debunked, and you've got lots. Okay. Netflix criticized for pushing dangerous conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: uh, dangerous is about 50,000 years no, in the past. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> How is it dangerous?
2: It is. Why? It
1: is. It's, a set in, it's like 50,000 years ago. How is it dangerous? I don't get it.
2: But it's like Isabella saying that the, the moon Oh, still. right. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, but there was a bit in it where he said he, they went to this place and he wanted to show um, something about it, but he was he wasn't isn't allowed on the land and stuff. So, well. <laughs>
2: Kirby, yeah. what? isn't this guy a Holocaust denier as well? Uh, probably.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: Well, no, I'm glad they no, did well, mention sure. that one because one I, I am have annoyed. Twitter
3: it. wrote, no. "Why have I watched six episodes of this? This bloke's clearly off his effing head." Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, i I found the 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 this,
3: the... this show is a dangerous <sighs> menace, peddling a historical blather, debunked archaeology, and guesswork is theory.
1: Okay. The I, first I accept episode,
3: that. in West Java left my jaw on the floor.
1: Okay. I don't uh, like the anti-Semitic uh, p- aspect of it at all. What I'm saying is I. All I'm trying to say yeah, is I enjoyed is the, the series. I thought so so it do was not quite watch compelling. Oh, mm, good grief! <laughs> Sorry, Adam, kind of but
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was compelling. It was quite entertaining.
3: Okay, what okay. You've been watching Worlds. Uh, Strange... You're not done with Strange New Worlds. I haven't World even
1: finished what I was bloody talking about. Carry on. Go ahead. That's Wednesday. Strange New Worlds, which I'm trying to watch in, in a, in a, in a um, slow. You know, a slow oh way, so I enjoy it more. I still out, got to I watch Discovery. Wait. What?
3: When those were coming out, I could not wait. I, I do have to...
1: other things to do, Kirby. Um, yeah,
2: Kev, we, we've we so started, started catching up with things that um that we missed most of. We spent I'm most of the time. I'm desperate to watch on. The
1: Crown, but Deb won't let me. She said nope. She says nope. You've got to, to edit brilliant. this. Nope, you've got to edit that. Just
2: so silly. It was brilliant. I want, want to watch
1: it. it, but she won't let me. I might have to sneakily watch it. Of course uh, strictly come dancing uh magnificent series and uh the very amusing uh i'm a celebrity getting me out of here which we watch uh, i'm quite glad it's coming to end soon so we can watch something else um and but, cock wins uh,
2: it's going to be ridiculous
1: cock wins <laughs> well, no if he does no well, so I, well, I, I want, want jill scott to win jill jill I might have, I actually have to vote for her to make sure that happens Right then, uh, go on then, Debbie. You were talking about uh, um, Wednesday. It uh, is no, if, uh, yeah. just Sunday at the moment, listeners, so don't know, get confused.
2: Wednesday's, Wednesday is brilliant. We're watching it with Isla, so we can't binge it, and all we desperately want to do is binge it, but be in desperate trouble if, if we do that. Managed to avoid quite a lot of spoilers and things, and it's just brought me and Tom and Isla together again, um, in a accord about a program, and Isla has finally agreed to join us in watching Andor because it's Star Wars she needs to see. She loves Star Wars. And yet for some reason she put her heels in about Andor. And it's like you've got
3: to. I watch have it. too. I don't. I.
1: I,
2: I, don't, I don't get think Don't know. tell me that that yeah. bloke
1: who did the the, the fake archaeology is a, um, um, one of the producers. Kirby is he? i what. I have
2: been watching on Netflix. I've been revisiting yeah. English castles, British castles. That TV show with Dan oh, Jones. Oh, is it back? Yeah, it's back on. A new series. It's not a new season, Uh, but it's back on Netflix, and that is just wonderful.
1: I've watched all of them. i loved that, and there's another series he did, Debbie. There's another series he did. Oh, it was that series.
2: We watch, when we can't think of anything else to watch, Tom and I watch Abandoned Engineering all the time. Absolutely Mm. love Abandoned Engineering. That is one of the best programmes ever. Um, And, uh, yeah, I've been uh, listening to quite a few audiobooks. I've been re-listening to all my Doctor Who audiobooks on on, that I've got on Audible, which aren't big finish, obviously, and um, yeah, it's been a, a week of Wednesday, and what else? Is Tom and I, oh yeah, Tom and I catching up on Sandman as well, and that that is just epic. I mean, having read all the graphic novels years and years and years ago, and my friends cosplaying as Death. Years before we realised we were actually cosplaying, that sort of thing. It was, it's yeah, it's brought back quite a lot of memories this week, definitely. But Wednesday has been stand out. Absolutely. So where is Wednesday? One of the best. It's on Netflix. Okay. One of the best TV shows in a long time. It's for twelve, but my goodness me, the gore factor is high, and Ida is loving it, absolutely mm. loving it. And she loves anything Tim Burton, so um, it means oh, that the Burton. Nightmare for Christmas will be on again. Oh, and I, I had to sit through all the Nativities again. Had I watched? Um, Sorry.
1: Had <laughs> I watched the um, the, uh, the no. Black Panther, for Wakanda Forever film? Oh, I haven't laugh. seen
2: that. I've really had watched I
1: watched it when we did the last show. I can't remember Kirby. Kirby. I don't know. I hadn't watched it. Oh, that's worth watching. I've got a little story behind that. Because, obviously, Isabella came away with it singing the praise of Letitia um, Wright, who um, is in it. I'm not not allowed to say what she is in it, but I think it could be quite obvious. Um, um, And she was... Every time I mention any actor that's been in Doctor Who, she sort of gets a bit funny and gets, well, you keep on mentioning actors that have been in Doctor Who. I don't care! Anyway, so... Yeah, we do. And that's,
2: that's how I... Always approach that. My dad usually, my dad usually Raven. sits there and watches it and goes, "He's dead, she's yep. dead."
1: Face the Raven. I, I prefer,
2: so, prefer yep. the Doctor Who
1: thing. Yep. Face the Raven is a Doctor Who story, um, featuring the Twelfth Doctor, um, where um, you'll like this one, it is where uh, Clara dies. Um, in that story, there's a, a character that's got a face on the back of her head. Letitia, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, we went. Oh, mm. We went over that last time.
1: You oh
2: sorry my cat's just knocked a load of stuff off because so now I've be been
1: cats? really I've looked really stupid and said it twice right where's Bill no. say it we have
2: new people right. I don't this care thing. it's going to be a what for my cat knocked stuff over no Not because
1: that. Kirby make Kobe told, said I hadn't spoken about it last week and I had I didn't
3: remember the name of the
2: person right that's it hey
1: anyway carry on then
2: Take those back. No,
1: No, they're not directed at you. No,
2: it's nine o'clock. I've definitely finished.
1: <laughs> Kirby, what have you been Kirby watching?
2: Kirby going on about us
3: finishing early. Kirby. What, what, what have I been watching? Let's yeah. see. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't write down a lot of stuff. And, uh, oh, well, was a bit so silly, wasn't have. it? I've been watching, obviously, been watching Wednesday. I can't watch it unless uh, Fred is watching with me, so I can't go ahead and... Yeah. So, uh, Although I have spoiled myself. I, I know who did, who the monster is. But what a surprise sad. that you've spoiled
1: yourself. My I've goodness. Had, first, first time let, ever. Night, I think
2: it's Taylor, but my, my daughter and husband think otherwise. Uh, let, we haven't let, seen the end yet. Don't say
1: anything.
3: I'm not, <laughs> not going to say anything. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, last night I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy a holiday special, which Ooh, is hilarious. don't. We
1: haven't watched that yet, but we want to. So.
3: <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, I've Kevin been watching Bacon, that in the week. Kevin Bacon.
1: <laughs> I'm related to him. All
3: those, all those people can now uh, put who are in that can put themselves right at number one for their Kevin Bacon uh, quotient. Okay. <laughs> so. I'm,
1: I'm related to him
3: uh so (laughs) let's see what else uh
1: don't know how though unfortunately i can't remember some of the other things well Uh, that's a bit pointless isn't it i mean let's do a feature on what we watched this week oh i can't remember (laughs) i kept meaning
3: to write down but i i didn't
1: okay well marvelous thanks for that kirby sorry Sorry. oh i forgot i haven't put kevin bacon to my family tree yet I think they, because um, when that um, bloke who did that series, Finding Your Roots, um, he um, they did Kevin Bacon, and he, one of his ancestors was also one of my ancestors, but, but um, that chap who does that finding, um, what's it called again? My Famous Kin hasn't put Kevin Bacon into it that relates to the same ancestor that I have that he has. I think it was Edward I or something, I can't remember now.
3: Oh, uh, this yes? month is always the the month where we make decisions on what streaming services we're going to go with. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, You
1: got um. I, you, I saw the post about this. You decided yeah. to get BritBox, didn't you?
3: Yeah, we we well, I, I had BritBox for a year, and mm-hmm. it didn't seem to change. hmm Uh, but uh, Fred was really missing her uh, faulty fix and her black adder fix and yes.
4: stuff like that. So um, for the it on on DVD.
3: so it was cheap enough. Mm. So I went ahead and got that for for a year. And then as I was I was glad I did for a couple of reasons as well. Mm. Last year after we made the decision to cancel it, yeah. I noticed that Blake Seven was on it. And I've only seen like three episodes of Blake Seven and I'm very intrigued. So I plan to do some binge watching. Yeah, you can seven. definitely
1: play who was in doctor who and who is in Blake seven on that. Michael Jaston is in, uh, in Blake seven somewhere. Along
3: yes. The way. Uh, I have a book somewhere here about the Blake seven episodes and stuff. Mm. It's a, a pre Wikipedia sort of thing. Uh, and then as I was sitting in the kitchen yesterday, mm. I turned on uh, the three doctors on you third box, yes. and I just, I, I was just going, Oh, i just love the scene i've just held my phone up and recorded that scene and made a quick tiktok and it's now my most watched tiktok uh 860 views now what was it Were you a scene of what what was it it's what a was scene the- from uh, the three doctors it's it's where the creature is oh yeah i
1: remember S- see, i remember you posting that one yeah um copyright. They, they'll take it down if you it's more than six seconds they'll take it down that's why you when i put things up and it's something that's got a potential copyright thing i put it down I'm six not sure seconds how, off.
3: how many
1: seconds it is let's see six seconds so six seconds off they can't really take it down they've got no excuse to if it's less
3: and and i i enhanced seconds. it by putting the words that he's saying as he says them and stuff like that
1: fair enough okay well that's about it though. i don't, I don't really... know
3: how uh I don't know how long it is. Longer than six.
1: That's seconds. what she said. Oh, my bells All over. Right.
3: On that note, I'm gonna have to leave for the evening. <laughs> okay, so so we may or may not. Be yeah, we're aiming like for weeks.
1: a couple of weeks time. Hopefully that'll be the case. Until then, thank you for listening, watching taking part in the show. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.
3: Goodbye, fancy pants. <laughs>
5: 20MB Doctor Who Podcast is an APV services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk, lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended.